1: Hey, cool people everywhere. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Church, what's up? You there? Hey, happy
2: Thanksgiving. There you go. Sorry. Let I me, was out there killing a turkey.
1: There you go. Let me uh, <laughs> let me start off by uh, telling everybody that they can. Uh, I'm actually in the chat room. You can join us on the W4CY chat room. And if you hit your ITV button, you can see us waving in the studio. What's up, everybody? Happy Happy Thanksgiving. I almost said Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so oh, anyway, man. that was that was Churchill's turkey, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I like,
2: <laughs> so I was choking my turkey. Oh! So
1: before we get going, let's start off introducing our cool cat of film, our LA transplant, Mr. Thomas Churchill.
2: How you doing in a big, booyah Thanksgiving turkey day weekend to you guys too? <laughs>
1: then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's
3: going on, Jimmy Star fans?
1: And you got me, Jimmy Star. and unfortunately, our, our diva of cool, Drew Albright, is no longer going to be working with us at the Jimmy Star Show. She's moving on to other pastures. We wish her the best in everything she does, and we'll be replacing her soon. Miss you, Drew. Bye. That's right, so uh, everything is good, we're ready to rock and roll, we're going to have a guest co-host and a guest who's going to be a guest and then a co-host coming in in a few minutes, but first we're going to catch up with Church, and Church, give everybody a booyah and say hey to everybody in the chat room.
2: Booyah! Hello there everybody in the chat room, it's Uh, been a while, miss you guys, love you guys, and uh, happy holidays.
1: And everybody from Facebook is in there, Audrey, Leslie, Sherry, Near, which Near hasn't been on in a long, long time, we want to say hey to everybody and... uh, uh, we're gonna get ready to rock and roll, but I want Churchill you to give us some updates on your film stuff that's going on before we introduce our first guest.
2: Oh, okay, uh, cool. Um, uh, all over the internet, uh, if you Google it, is uh, the new artwork for Hollow Point and the new trailer, trailer number two for Hollow Point. Uh, it's got picked up. It's got picked up by a bunch of horror websites in the last few days, and everybody's raving about it. So I'm really excited about the new artwork and the new trailer as well as the artwork and the trailer for Lazarus, our uh, long-awaited follow-up to Emerging Past, which is its not a sequel, but it's a a zombie movie. It's a whole different film, but uh, it's been in the works for a while. We've been talking about it on the show. Uh, The trailer has been unleashed. Uh, Cameras roll. I believe we stopped filming mid-January, so look for it in the summer. There you go. Lazarus. And where do they go to f- see the trailer for it? They can go to Lazarusmovie.com or com. And uh, for Hallow <laughs> Point, if they want to look at everything. They can go to Hallow or churchillproductions.com. Hill And don't forget, Hallow Point, we put an E at the end of points uh, just because it's extra. E is extra. So we put it there. So it's Hallow Point with an E movie.com.
1: There you go. And uh and then where are they, if they're gonna go check out the trailer for Emerging Past, where are they going?
2: They can go to EmergingPast.com. dot com, uh we're about eight weeks away before we unleash that bad boy, and uh, they can see the uh the trailer there as well as uh on ChurchillProductions.com. dot com. There you
1: go. There you go. There you go, everybody. I'm a little out of breath, so everybody's got to, like, just bear with me for a minute. We were rushing to get here, and everybody was rubbernecking at a car that was burning, and so it took us, like, twice as long to get here as normal. I'm out of breath, and there was just a bunch of freaking asshole people that were stopping things up. Asshole people. And I was trying to drive by on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. You know how you can drive by on the side of the moon and a – fucking oops, a freaking fucking <laughs> semi truck pulled over into the thing so we couldn't get by and there was people actually not letting us get by and i was like having a heart attack
2: those bastards. That's right. <laughs> Fucking fuckers. You want to take them outside next time. Jimmy Absolutely. Okay. All you, all
1: my Italian mafioso people f- here that are that are with the Jimmy Star Show. All you Italians need to take all these people out because, like, I was just ready to hey, kill all of them.
2: There's no such thing as the mob. Remember that. I sorry. know. There's no
1: such thing as the mob. Thanks, Church,
2: <laughs> Mr. <You're welcome>. Mob. <laughs> so before oh, we get also, st- did Jimmy, you have to tell everybody. That uh, there's going to be a, there's a role for you in an upcoming uh, Churchill film. What's your, what's one is
1: that? Yeah, I play, I, I'm I'm going to be in the Lazarus movie. That's right. Everybody, we're shooting in L.A. in January. We're going to go out for a weekend and shoot my role. And I, you know I'm going to be awesome because I'm the shit. And so you don't have you to don't worry about it. So it'll work out perfect. Countries, remember that. That's right. And Chad, how are you?
3: I'm good. I'm hungry for some turkey.
1: There you go. Me too. So what we're gonna <laughs> do, you guys? We're gonna introduce our <laughs> first is, guest because he's sitting here and everybody can see him, and that way we don't uh, feel stupid. That why everybody's wondering like who I that agree. is. And anybody who <laughs> anybody who's on Facebook and is watching already knows who he is anyway. But let's introduce Mr. Ron Russell. <laughs> hey, Ron. Say hello. Hey. hey how you thank doing you, doing it,
4: I'm fine. Thank you, Jimmy, for inviting me. Um, It's really a pleasure to work with you. Um, Living with you is a pleasure also, Hey, (laughs) but um, working with you is going to be a super pleasure. So
1: everybody knows, too, anybody who's been on Facebook, Ron Russell is my future husband, and thanks for all the congratulations. There was about 150 of them this morning. We appreciate it. And uh, Ron Russell is actually a very well-known TV host. He has a television show called Set the Record Straight. Um, and it's basically doing interviews with Hollywood legends. And, uh, if you guys want to check it out too, you can go to ronrusseltvshow.com. And, uh, church, you're going to actually like this because Ron, Ron has actually interviewed and is friends with the biggest legends in Hollywood like history. Tab Hunter, Cliff Robertson, uh, Jane Russell. Jane Russell's a big one. I know Jane Russell's a keep big
2: going, one. Keep going, keep going. I'm pitching a tent as we mm-hmm. speak. Lorna
1: Luft, John Waters, Tippy Hedren from The Birds.
2: Oh, I love Tippi Hedren. And no,
1: actually, mom. And you know that, were you at Spooky Empire when Tippi Hedren was there? Like, I was there. Yeah, I met Spooky her. Spooky
2: Empire, is that run, run by that little guy?
1: Yeah, that's run by the little shrunken head guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's the little shrunken head guy, and he's a dick. But but Tippi Hedren was wonderful when we met her. And uh, I don't know if you were there that year, Church, if that's the year I met you or not.
2: No, I don't remember meeting her.
1: Okay, well, she's fabulous. And actually, and Ron had her on her show. Tell us a little about Tippi Hedren.
4: Well, Tippi Hedren is probably the most beautiful, gorgeous, sexy woman who was 82 years old at the time, and she puts Melanie Griffin, her daughter, to shame. As as far as body goes and personality, I mean, Tippi is sensational. She runs Shambhala, which is her, I guess, her preserve for lions, tigers, panthers, and all sorts of cats. She's got about 900 different animals up there. It costs millions of dollars a year to feed these beasts. The funny part about the interview was... Tippy said to me, Ron, whatever you do, do not bend down to greet the lions because they'll think it's an attack position and go after you. And I realized there was a cyclone fence between me and the four hundred pound lion that was I mean, a lovely looking lion, but he kinda looked at me cock eyed because Tippy said that he loves her. And he's very oh. jealous of her. And at one point, Did you
2: about- name him Alfred?
5: <laughs>
4: no, 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 no. We'll get to Alfred in a few minutes. But uh, this this lion was called Patrick. He has since passed away, and Tippy has gone into total hell heaven, you know, uh, worrying about him and how he made it to the other side. Because she believes that animals do go somewhere, as I do also. But um, it was frightening. We had guards all around us with guns. With of course they were darts that just knocked the animal out. Don't kill it. But I said to Tippy, "Can this lion get to the cyclone fence?" She said, "In a second. So it was kind of an interesting shoot. It was a very good show. I enjoyed it, and I love Tippy. She's a dear friend, and I adore her, and she's the kindest, sweetest person. She's gay-friendly. She's just a super gal. I the, My show is called Set the Record Straight, and I always ask my celebrity, I say, is there anything that's been written about you or said about you that's not true? To defend my dear departed friend, Jane Russell, who is my good buddy, the press always wrote that she was a 38 D. And Jane wow. used to go crazy because Jane was a thirty six B. So we cleared that up. Now with Tippy Hedron, I said, was Alfred Hitchcock really a dirty old man? And she oh, said. Yes. She said, Well yeah, he's kinda like controlling. I can't really tell you what Tippy told me off camera because it's it wouldn't be nice. But let's put it this way. He likes to take showers and he likes to roll around on the floor. <laughs> he's a bit of a Actually, weird Actually
1: there's a movie. We watched a movie called Hitchcock. Right. And it, it's all about the making of the birds with Tippi Hedren and all the shit she had to go through. Well, no, that's not
2: called... That's called The Burton, The Girl. Hitchcock the Girl, that's it. it. It's a very yeah.
4: good movie. But they didn't go into it. I, I thought it was great. It. They really didn't get into it. They, I mean, water sports and stuff like that, they didn't get into any of that because I guess Tippi didn't want to really blow Hitchcock out of the water completely. But the only one that Hitchcock never hit was Lee, Janet Lee from Psycho. And I asked, how come he never hit on Janet Lee? And I was told because she was Jewish, and I was shocked by that because Hitchcock, I guess, was an anti-Semite, which is which most people don't know. And I really shouldn't be saying that because he's not here to defend himself.
2: But these are all I mean, things. Tony, that we, Tony Curtis probably would have kicked his ass.
4: Well, Tony Curtis was a good buddy of mine. I mean, Tony was the best. I love Tony Curtis, and my daughters love Tony. Uh, I spent three days with Tony at a show, and uh, we were all up on the stage talking about our careers and the celebrities we know. And they said to Tony Curtis, can you tell us a story about Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe and Jane Russell? I mean, not Jane Russell. uh, uh, Tony, who was it? Jack Lemmon. Sorry, Jack Lemmon. Lemmon. And um, Tony. Church Church knows all of them. (laughs) Wait. So Tony said, yeah. He said when he was being fitted for his dresses because he was a woman in drag, the guy that was measuring him said, wow, you have a bigger ass than Marilyn Monroe. And he said, oh, great. (laughs) The next day, they measured Marilyn Monroe, and the stupid dresser said to Marilyn Monroe, Tony Curtis has a bigger ass than you. Marilyn turned slowly, opened her blouse, and said, yes, but does he have these tits? So, you know, that's Tony (laughs) Curtis, and that's, he's a great guy. I loved him very much. He's a great loss to the, to the Hollywood colony. A funny guy. Mamie Van Doren was there, and she sat on his lap, and she covered his Uh, face. She's
1: coming on the show in January. Oh, I
4: love Mamie. Mamie's, oh, Mamie's outrageous. Mamie's like, she's doing a book right now. She's like 3,000 years old. She looks 12. I mean, Mamie is a sexy, beautiful girl.
1: Hey, so before we keep going, you guys, too, because, like, Ron, you need to just say, hey, everybody in the chat room because everybody who writes on your Facebook page every day is in your chat room.
4: Oh, great. I'm getting a chance to talk to all you fabulous people who have sent me such beautiful, warm, loving – I mean, God, you guys are great with – about Jimmy and I. You oh, know, I- Jimmy was Mr. X for a while for reasons that I can't get into. And finally, I said that Jimmy's star is Mr. X and everybody said, duh, we knew that. I mean, what the fuck you think was stupid? I certainly wrote about him. You hey, know,
2: when you're when you're. Ron, in le- I got some. I have to ask you. Yes. To, to First of all, congratulations. Thank you, you so
4: much. Thank you so very much.
2: And uh, you know, Jimmy's a very, very dear friend of mine. And uh, to me, I consider him a brother. And you know, you make him happy. Uh, that's all I care about. And he's happy, and that's all I care about. Um, now I got to ask you my very serious question. Uh, uh, there wait, we
1: go. Let's sir, go. Let's hear it, church. Absolutely. Fire Yes.
2: Do you like the movie
1: Rooftops? Oh, he's not going to know what that is. He only watches black and white movies. No, he won't know what (laughs) You you have
4: to remember one thing. My show is the legends of Hollywood. I have the biggest of biggest of stars, stars that were superstars. So I've had to research Bob uh, Osborne on his TV show and learn all about the old movies. I wasn't born for some of them and I was very young for some. And these no celebrities.
2: rooftops is a is a uh, uh, rooftops is a movie, so movie that I like a on, lot. And anytime that's the time to take a nap.
4: They like <laughs> no the <laughs> the beautiful part of Jimmy is he's radio. I'm television. I'm like the old legends. He's all the new people today. In spite of the fact that Angelina Jolie is a friend of mine and Lara Spencer is like one of my family, so I do know a lot of the young people of today. But I basically am involved with the uh, stars of yesteryear, the great legends, the, the, the heroes of, of Hollywood. The people he, he doesn't that really made
1: it, get the whole thing though. Let me tell you. Rooftops. Well, uh, tell me, sweetheart. Okay, I, well. get, I get like laughed at all the time because Rooftops is like a really cheesy, terrible movie about dancing on roofs and it stars Jason Gedrick, which you won't even know who he is. Because you would have never watched any of the movies that he's in. Well, I've watched <laughs> but it. I love it, and I they so everybody makes fun of me. And Listen. every time we bring somebody on, they ask, "Do you hey. like the movie Rooftops?" I'm not. So d- far,
4: nobody's seen it. <laughs> I'm not that square. I've seen the invasion of the tomatoes and those clown people that blow up at the. Circus. Oh, I like that
1: killer clowns. The killer clowns, right? Yeah, when they actually, explode. We're friends with those people. Killer Tom and I know those people. That's a great movie. Yeah, Tom, That's Tom and to I kill know those people. With the right. Gun, right? Yeah, right. we know that one. We actually know that one. And anybody who doesn't know Lara Spencer, who's like one of Ron's daughters, is actually the host She's of ABC's Good Morning America.
4: If you go on my Facebook page, you'll see some uh, tidbits of my interviews, and I did a beautiful interview with Lara Spencer. It was almost like a father and a daughter. Out of all of my celebrities and superstars, that's my favorite show, and I had love and adore Lara. She's the most down-to-earth, terrific gal. She's going to be a super-rocketing star on Good Morning America because she's absolutely taken over that show as it is and brought a great light to it and humor and charm and also her beauty. Lara is my sweetheart, my adopted daughter practically.
1: And Churchill is, a, is an award-winning filmmaker. He has a movie called Emerging Past that's coming out in a, what, what do we call
2: it, Church? Blu-ray coming out. It's coming director, out, in blue like yeah, it's edition. coming out like a
1: director's cut special edition in the next couple of months, and it's a really cool movie. And uh, he's got a whole bunch of movies in development, of which I'm part of all of them. And uh, he also works with me uh, at Monarchy Records and Arcadium Entertainment. So that way, you kind of get filled in on who he is. Uh, we have a call. I am the
2: church man. I am the church no, miser. No, I am on, Jimmy Roar.
4: I'm still, you know. Um, Figuring out all the businesses that Jimmy's involved in. Max' clothing line is fantastic. If you can see me now, are we on camera?
5: Yeah.
4: I'm wearing a shirt by Jimmy Star, and it's fabulous. So his clothing and not only skulls and, and stuff. I think you're in my camera, Jim. Jim, beat it. You're in my camera. <laughs> Jim, in my camera. Get out. I'm, pu- I'm, push- I'm pushing your glad rags. He's a camera hog, right, Ron? He's a camera hog. I- I'm, I'm pushing his glad rags, and he's in front of the camera while I'm going to model his glad rags. Now, the jeans genius- yeah. The jeans, how many
2: Twitter followers
4: he has. the jeans I have on are Jimmy Star, and the shirt is a Jimmy Star, and look at how conservative. You would think Ralph Lauren did it, and I have a beautiful belt on. It's a, I'm going to stand up for this one. See, it's, it's a, lion. a lion's it's a lion. belt. So you see, you could dress Jimmy Star at any age, and I'm like, you know, what am I, 28, 29 maybe? Make-believe, let's lie a little bit, please, please, please. <laughs>
2: Um, I thought you were 27. Oh, you know I what? I'm coming out to
4: California age. marrying you. <laughs> I mean, Forget Jimmy. <laughs> Anybody that could bullshit like that's got to be in my life.
2: First of all, you're both yeah, Italian. Yeah, I mean, I'm in movies, so I do bullshit.
4: And you're both Italian. And Churchill, where are you from?
2: I was born in Brooklyn, raised hey! in Queens, New York. Yay!
4: I was born in Red Hook, and I was raised in Long Island, in que- Astoria, Queens. I got-
2: yeah, I, Astoria is where, uh, not too far away from where I grew up. And, Where'd you grow uh, up, Flushing? My whole family's on Long Island, actually.
4: Where'd you grow up? I'm only out here about three years now. Well, I lived in L.A. many, many years on and off, because I did a lot of film work out there. I made some movies and shit. But, um, <laughs> I made some
5: movies and shit.
4: Well, <laughs> you know, well, he understands what I mean, because the shit is what you have to go through when you make the fucking movie. You know, with those, right. with those crazy bastards out there. I couldn't wait to get away from California, because I couldn't stand the darling, let's have lunch. You know, frig you. Call me if you want lunch like we do in Brooklyn. Invite me over for yeah, crumb There's cake. a lot
2: of bullshit. But, you know, like I said, I'm out here. To me, it's an extended business trip. Yeah, but I can't I deal home.
4: with it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a guy. You know, I say, come over for coffee and Entenmann's Crumb Cake. We'll sit in the kitchen and, and bullshit. Not there. They make a big, big deal. Let's go to the Ivy you know, three thousand dollars a salad. Fuck you in the Ivy. We're friends. We don't need to go do the Ivy. Well, you never know. The paparazzi might be there. Who the hell wants a paparazzi? I look like shit today. You know, I want to be in my kitchen with a crumb cake. Can we please That's go good. to my house and have crumb cake? You know. But no, L.A. is totally like fa 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 fa. Darling, who are you wearing? I'm wearing my sister's ass. I'm wearing. Yeah. My sister's ass clothes. I mean, <laughs> want me to put a dress on? I'll show what I'm wearing. But anyway. There
2: you go.
4: Jimmy, 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 I love you, my baby. (laughs) I love this Jimmy Star a lot.
2: Ron's good people. Ron's good people. Well... uh... You know, uh, you Jimmy know, Jimmy, get
4: Jimmy. would not go out with a douchebag, that's for sure. Jimmy Starr's got taste in his clothes and everything he does. That's why he's and a my star. my friends,
2: right, Church?
4: The one thing <laughs> I don't right. understand, Church... I don't may- think
2: we have any douchebags in our circle. That's again. right, Church. None.
4: Church, maybe you can explain something to me. I come from a different world.
2: We usually drop the douchebags off at the pool, right, Jimmy? I mean,
4: that's right. <laughs> I know what that means. Jimmy told me coming over here. We're dropping the kids <laughs> off at the pool. So I'm hip. But anyway, Jimmy said to me that he's the shit. And I said, Jimmy, that's horrible because I kept saying Jimmy's the the shit but you know it's just terrible I said can't you be like Jimmy the star he said no so my daughter Leslie said to me no daddy she said the shit is fabulous if you are the shit you're great I thought wow the world has changed because in my days if you said to somebody yeah you're a piece of shit you got a beating But today you get a fucking glorified, you know, flower bouquet of flowers. Oh, you're the shit. And you get 189 Twitter thousand, a thousand Twitter well, followers. If anybody nobody ab- likes
2: a braggad Jimmy, nobody no. likes a braggart. I would
4: be so grateful if no one ever said Ron Russell to shit because I couldn't live with it. I couldn't deal with it.
2: No, so wait a ahead. minute.
4: Being being one half of the star, you would be the one half of the shit, no? No, he's all the shit. <laughs> he's just the big shit, not me. I'm the little <laughs> shit. <laughs> he, he's the star. Okay. Jimmy, Jimmy's the star. Let me tell you, Jimmy's the best guy in the world. Can I blow my horn a little bit about him? Oh, You know, we met and I really didn't think anything of it because I've been dating quite a lot. And um, he was in radio. I was in television. I thought, gee, what a nice friend to have in boring Florida where everybody's dead. I thought, how nice to bring a little bit of show business into my life. And little by little, I just sort of thought, this guy is really a sweetie pie. Good-natured, kind, loving, good-hearted, pleasant, easy-to-be-around, a total delight. So I thought he probably turns into a mass murderer at night, and he'll slip my throat in bed. But, you know, you would got to take a chance. Didn't turn That's out.
5: On yeah. That's on Leap Year. <laughs> no, yeah. It's so on Leap Year. Yes, you got I a found, ways
4: to go. I Halloween. I was stabbing him Halloween. But anyway... <laughs> I found him out to be a wonderful, super-duper human being, and not because I love him so much, because he really is. Um, he's a great guy, and everybody that knows him loves him, and we've been getting so many text messages, and um, everybody's just been super kind all over the place. And I know, I, yes, I will make him happy because he makes me happy, and when somebody makes you happy, you automatically make them happy.
1: I am like like this, you guys, because like, I'm in the chat room. I'm never in the chat room because
4: I don't usually do the chat room. There's so many people. Hey, Ron, do you have a sister for me? I do have a sister, but she's a born-again Christian, and she's a little difficult.
1: Actually, oh, he's got two oh hot my, daughters. We should say hi. I hey, Deidre and Leslie, my, my what's daughter, up?
4: My daughters are gorgeous. <laughs> my daughter Leslie was Miss, uh, Miss Long Island, Miss New York State, first runner-up in Miss America. She's a green-eyed blonde, knockout, drop-dead beauty. My other daughter single? Deirdre, my daughter Deirdre is an actress who's run all across the country in a wonderful play. I forgot the name of it because what the hell is the name of that? Are
2: movie? they single?
4: They're both single, yes, and they're very oh, right. they're available, but they hate LA. They just moved here from LA and they're going back up to New York. Because Yeah, that's my next, right, next stop is New York. Yeah, well, my daughter Leslie is putting together a TV show that she's going to do about dressing tables with all the junk you could find. She's Lara's best friend. So she and Lara are going to combine this thought about finding junk in the street and doing things to it, painting it, and making it pretty, and putting it on your table for theme. And that's going to be Leslie's movie. And Deirdre's an actress, and she's a fabulous actress. She's made seven or eight movies and uh, she wants to do theater now because she ran across country in A Gift of Peace with, with, oh, wow. uh, with, with Joaquin Phoenix and um, she's, she's gorgeous she's a redhead that's a beauty I mean my, both my children are beautiful not because they're mine but because they are there you go I think one of my sides went dead boys <laughs> <laughs> my left is gone oh. my, my right is working my left is gone
2: hello are we
4: talking about your headphones? I hope. Yeah, we're talking it's about it. Yeah, there we go. Now you go. he banging. He there on. you go. He's banging on it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got to see what a handsome sound man we have here. Boy, is he good? Look, you could be an actor. You know that. <laughs> you think? Chad, what's I, up, I, I Chad? <laughs> All right. And that voice I you've have got. That's
2: a singer. Chad Wait, singer, you, right?
1: Chad's, Chad's a singer, right? Chad's a country singer with his girlfriend. It's because Chad his and voice
4: is incredible. I mean, he's got some gorgeous voice. They're like
1: a duo. They're called Chad and Heather. They play all over town. They're very, very good. And Chad's got a radio voice. Do some kind of voice for us, Chad. No,
3: I'm not going to do something. any radio voice for
4: you. Your fucking voice is fabulous. Sorry about that. When, no. you're, when you're playing, let Jimmy in. I know. I want to come and hear you. Will do. Cause We're playing. Playing.
2: Yeah, should... let me hear your New York
4: accent. Oh, Yo, uh, forget about it, eh? Hey. Forget about it. That's how you well, got to say it. I've, forget never about it. Like to <laughs> I've never been there in my life. I was like a New Yorker trapped in Canada.
3: I've never been there in my life. Excuse me.
4: You want to hear New York? I'll tell Let's you something. It. I'll tell you something about New York. You want to talk New York? I'll talk New York now. The dog was outside by the coffee machine. And I went out to get the coffee and the dog I tripped over the friggin' dog. Would you believe it? So like, forget about it. I'm not going to tell you the rest it. of the story. <laughs> the rest of the story is a fucking bore. i you, know you know say, what I'm say <laughs> booyah? <laughs> say booyah.
2: Booyah. What's booyah mean? That's Churchill's thing. Everybody likes it.
4: Fungula, fungula, fungula,
1: the, fucking
2: boy, yeah. dog, the fucking dog that was laying there. Did you kick him one time or two times? Was it the first thing or the second thing? What what happened?
4: What, the fat poodle? <laughs> Star, you're talking about no, Jimmy's no, dog. He's, dog? No, he's never, he's never seen my dog. You. I, I, oh, I he, don't
2: want you to be alone there.
4: He has a morbidly obese dog I mean the dog is what? like a, it, it looks like a football with legs I, it's got furry white I mean we, he's was,
2: beautiful
4: my kids came home and they looked I said daddy what is that white thing rolling on the floor <laughs> I said it's a poodle it's Jimmy it's star it's your new dog they said oh and I have Sco- they
5: love him. Oh,
4: we all love him and I have Scooby my Scooby is a, is a bull mastiff he's 130 pounds and he's a big guy and Scoobalicious went over to say hello to Star. And, and Star bit him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> bit him. And guess what? My dog did like scooby do in the movies. His legs went up and he ran away. But he's a little gay because uh, we call him Mary and he responds to that. Sometimes really? I, yeah, Scooby. I say, Mary, get over here. And he trots over with a little swish, <laughs> a little you know, tailgating. My,
2: uh, I got two dogs. I got a, uh, I got a uh, Ridgeback and I got a Mutt. That's a uh, Dasha Hound mixed with uh, Chihuahua. Wow, my rich name is Sin but he goes by Fuckface, he'll listen to that (laughs) and the other one's name is Oliver, he goes by Little Fucker
5: but
2: you could be me and Brad Lurie, uh, who is Michael Myers in Halloween, we'll be at a bar at conventions and uh and I'll be talking to somebody, and they'll be talking about pets. And I'll say, you know, my dog's name's Fuckface. And they say, oh, your dog's name is not Fuckface. And I'll yell out Brad if I'm across the bar. I'll say, hey, Brad, I bet we have drink. We were just hanging out at the bar. I just want to say that right away. Um, so I'll shout out to Brad across the room. I'll say, hey, Brad, what's my dog's name? And he'll say, Fuckface. Fuckface. And then I always end up getting a drink because I always bet on the name. <laughs> awesome.
4: you're, you're from Brooklyn, okay? You know, like I say, I write on my page a lot when people write in stupid things. I say, listen, I give them an answer. I say, I have a bridge in Brooklyn. I could sell you real cheap. And I'm waiting for some of these people to put in an offer. (laughs) <laughs> but
1: no, it's true
2: hey, How come we're not friends on Facebook, Ron? He didn't What's add you yet big, Like
1: last night I forgot I told because, him when we get back from the
4: radio show because We're
2: going to I'm making this
1: shit
4: personal now, you know No, don't you dare Because as soon as I get back to the house I'm going to put you on immediately With a big star As you know, yes, a favorite, yes, his favorite put person favorite person. next
2: to the family category I'm family we also we how also got to tell everybody
4: because Ginger Irish, you
1: guys, uh, Ginger Iris, at Ginger Irish on Twitter, she made a – you know how I have like this thing I send out on Twitter all the time. It's called the League of Awesomeness and it's got like this winged bird and everything. Well, Ginger Irish actually made a Facebook page, um, which it's, oh, a, cool. it's a closed group, so you have to get invited in, which, Churchill, you're already a member of it. You just don't even know it. Um, <laughs> Look at that. And uh, so <laughs> you can, can actually – uh, So we want to thank her for making it because everybody who's in the chat room, I think, is in the group and um, also, which we'll talk uh, – uh, about when David Harvey comes on a little bit, but uh, I think Leslie Never has made a David Harvey fan page on Facebook, so everybody needs to be a, a, a fan and a member of that one too, um, since we're promoting hi, David Harvey.
5: That's
1: right. Say hi to Leslie, Audrey, and Sherry and, and Ginger Irish and David. Uh, Actually, a lot of people. Leslie,
2: Sherry, Audrey. Can
4: I, can I plug a few friends?
1: In my John Boy. Yeah, you John can plug.
2: Boy.
4: I would like to use a name. If ever you're up in P- Pennsylvania in the New Hope area and you need a realtor, you have to use Donna Tyson because she is the best. Now, if you're buying clothes, you have to go to Blondie's Boutique in Philadelphia. These are all my friends, by the way, who are wonderful people and do great things to make everybody happy. So I just wanted to use those two names. Yeah, Church, everybody like in the chat are saying hi people, to you. Huh?
1: Say it again, Church. We like making people happy.
4: Well, you know, if it can help somebody make a buck, I'm for it because economy today sucks. How do you feel about the new president?
2: I think the economy blows sheep. That's what I think.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The economy blows sheep. Okay. Okay.
1: You're right, actually. Everybody, too, in the chat room, Church, is saying hey to you because I'm sure you're not in the chat room at the moment. And no, uh, so everybody's and, and, saying uh, hi.
2: Hello, everybody in the chat room. And a big booyah to you. Now, you asked me about the president. I'm you're, waiting for Will Smith to make the president's story. Yeah. He looks <laughs> just like him. Let's do, uh, we're going to have a call in a
1: second, Church. While you're on, let's do our Dynapep commercial, dude. Sure. Because that way you can uh, – I'll, I'll do the no sugar, you do no carbs, and, and try and uh, Chad, you're going to do the no crash Roger when we get to it, I'll everybody. No
2: anyway, so anybody
1: anybody say. who's <laughs> tired and who's sleepy and who needs a little pick-me-up, check out Dynapep. It's the world's first energy micro shot. It's a sponsor of the Jimmy Starr Show. It now comes in great but only at Rite Aid. It's only available at Rite Aid. You can uh, actually get Dynapep at Racetrack, 7-Eleven, Walmart, Rite Aid, uh, what are those? Uh, Flying Jays, Truck Stop. I don't know. They're all over the place. Seven they They're all over. Yeah, they're all over. And uh, to get more information, you can go to com. It's very, very small. 10 hours of energy. And here's the best part not only is it the best energy drink on the market, but there's no it's sugar. There's no sugar. No carbs, no crash. There you go. Hey, that's, that's for the most me. We're talking about. Hey, that's for the me. The
3: 631 keeps calling me. Um,
1: 631 is probably going to be somebody who knows him.
3: Ah, uh, that's what we're having,
5: huh?
1: I would guess. Is, are they still <laughs> calling right now? they been calling over and over. Long if they call again before. before if, if, I have a lot
4: of people out in California. It could be Tippy, it could be Shirley McLean, it could be most anybody because I, I think I'm, oh, it could be Danae King. Dene Montague King is my very dear friend who is a female impersonator as well. He plays Sophia Loren and he's gorgeous. But Dene owns DMK Cosmetics and DMK Cos- Skin Care, which is probably the best crap you could ever throw on your face to look That's young and terrific. That's the stuff they
1: terrific. use on Dancing with the Stars.
4: Yeah, Brooke on Dancing with the Stars uses his makeup. But I've had treatments from Dene with his skin care and he puts this... I don't know, shit on your face, it burns a little bit and it does something and all your wrinkles go away. And it's wonderful stuff. I need it now. So when I get out to L.A., I'm going to definitely go to his salon in Beverly Hills and get my face blasted with this monkey shit.
1: Also, Church, let's do one more. Uh, let's do one more for Arcadium Entertainment.
2: Okay. And then you also got to do Bon Jovi a little later. But Arcadium Entertainment, it's one shop stop. For you to get that celebrity, that musician, that author to appear at any type of show, at a convention, that's your booking, just go to ArcadiumEntertainment.com. Look for that celeb that you want to pop up, whether it's a, a party, a show, a convention, uh, at your function, and uh, we'll arrange it. ArcadiumEntertainment.com. And we a recently shop for entertainment.
1: We recently signed David Harris, too, you guys, who was co in the Warriors. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. Come out to play! <laughs> Which actually Ron will need to see that movie. He won't like it, but it's all about New York, so it's about or the gangs in New York. So gays, gays in New York, right? No gangs, not eggs. gays. Oh I thought was
4: a I
2: thought in <coughs> If you guys want to go out and try to find that I, uh, right uh, social network uh, in the entertainment business, whether you're a musician, a writer, author, which is the same thing as a writer, but, or uh, uh, an actor, director, financer, producer, whatever you want in the entertainment business and you want to connect with just those people, go to ConnectShot.com. You'd forget about the bullshit with Facebook or MySpace. Who the hell uses MySpace? If you're still using MySpace, <laughs> you're drop fucked. them under the damn rock <laughs> and log on to either Facebook, which you don't want Facebook right now because if you're just looking for the industry people, you want to go to ConnectShot.com.
6: So sign it. up.
2: It is F R E and enjoy your social network to the entertainment
1: Absolutely, and we're on there. Church and I are on there, so become our friends.
2: Become our friends, because we need more. And Jimmy, can tw- you can Twitter Jimmy, because Jimmy needs more Twitter followers. That's right, everybody. Please
1: follow me, at Dr. Jimmy Star on Twitter. I think I lost, like, 200 people, so, like, I need to gain some back. That's okay. I know. Well, I, I, off
2: a I have 188,000
1: left to go, so it's okay.
2: <laughs> Nobody likes a of Jimmy.
1: That's funny. Oh, Joanna McIntyre's in the in the chat room too. So everybody say hey to Joanna. Hey, Joanna, hey. how are you? I like Joanna. How are you? Actually, I guess it's Joanne. I just said Joanna because it looks.
4: Uh, I it like looks jo- Joanna. It's Joanna. It, get a little more. Joanne, Joanne, she's Joanna. One your, she's
1: one of your Facebook you friends, I think. It?
4: Yeah, is jo- my Facebook friend. You? Joanne sounds ordinary. This gal is really something special because she writes beautiful stuff. So let's call her Joanna because it gives her a little bit of styling. <laughs> Swing. You yeah, I mean? she,
2: she is. She hooks me up. She likes to uh, share my information on Facebook and everything. Yeah, she's cool.
4: She's really cool. I really,
2: really appreciate it. Thank you very much, you and Leslie and Emily. Everybody that helps us out, spreading the word on anything we're doing. Uh, big happy sloppy
1: booyah to you all Woo-hoo! you give it baby <laughs> also it. like sherry when you since i don't know if sherry's still in there yeah she's still in there sherry uh give me oh sherry's moving to new york so she's coming to my wedding and uh um sherry, i be
2: invited to if, the wedding
1: if, if you'll be invited don't Are worry you serious Every, we
4: haven't even gotten the friggin date yet <laughs> you know he sprang all this shit on me at a party we went to my friend oh i want to uh, plug this <laughs> I want I have I like to. Pl- that word. No, he's, I have to plug this. My friend Jerry Urich opened up the most <laughs> fabulous gay club. No, in- a,
1: hey, Church, watch that.
4: <laughs> Wait, if ever Easy. you're if you're if you're gay <laughs> or straight, whatever you are, and you want to have a great time, go to the Village Pub in Wilton Manor. It's probably the most rock and gay club in all of South Florida. And straight I mean- people go there too. <laughs> and straight people, it's huge. It's got a fabulous DJ. It's got a dance floor. It's got fifty bars. It's got drag queens performing. It's a fucking night out that you won't forget. It's It's not like cheesy and sleazy. All the windows open up, so the street becomes the ballroom. I mean, it's a great club, and that's called the Village Pub.
2: I like that. Now, listen, when you guys go to New York, do you want some good Chinese food uh, being served by the hottest drag queens oh, around. And I mean, I mean by hot, uh, because they, they all, they all look fr- like Beyonce and all. you got to go to Lucky Chang. They're
4: all my Lafayette. friends. I know them for years. They're all my friends. Bunny used to be there. My friend Tommy Femia, who does Judy Garland live, he's going to come to my wedding. And my friend Danae King, who does Liza, Lisa... Lo- Sophia Loren. Who does Sophia Loren. He's going to be our flower girl. And the whole wedding is going to be high camp and outrageous and totally demented. And I'm wearing a t- tuxedo with tails, and so is Jimmy. That Jimmy's designing. So we're wearing a Jimmy Star designer tuxedo look-alike outfit. Uh, the bridesmaids are all my friends who are women a little up there and sort of on the chubby side, but that's okay because we're going to make them all look like pieces of ass. As they- hey,
2: we like chubby too.
4: Well, no matter. So, and Jimmy's going to design all of their gowns also. So it's going to be a campy, fun wedding, not serious and, and dramatic like some of them. This is a wonderful time in our lives, us gay people, because finally... We're going to be treated equal like everyone else in the world and we're going to have equal rights and we're going to be able to marry and walk with our partners and say this is my husband and we're happy and we and we have a beautiful home and we're just like you now. I mean it's oh. it's a wonderful thing. I love it. We need to give a yeah, I think I it's wonderful ask too.
2: You guys something. Okay. Just dawned on me. You guys are gay?
4: <laughs> no, Jimmy is. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he promised me more shoes and clothes if I went to bed with him. So I guess I have to do <laughs> hey, that. Hey, watch it now. So we need
2: to get a shout out to Joanne. Nobody
1: puts baby in a corner. <laughs> like oh, I animal.
2: love that.
1: I love that. that that's from uh, uh, Dan- Dirty Dancing. Okay, that's from Dirty Dancing. I, I just learned yeah, what dropping that, off the yeah. kids
4: in the pool meant. I,
1: mean, <laughs> Jimmy. I
5: can't Actually, it.
1: Chad's the one who taught me dropping Sorry. off kids in the pool.
4: Who started that? Did you make that
3: up, Chad? I did not. I learned that from some bad influence somewhere.
4: I wonder if my kids know what it means, <laughs> dropping the kids off in the pool. Check At the it. pool. Check it. At the yeah, pool. we'll ask them when we go home. Uh, yeah. So anyway,
1: <laughs> another thing, too, though, we got to say hey to Billy. Billy is Joanne McIntyre's husband who's listening to the show for the first time, so we want to give a shout-out and a happy Thanksgiving Billy! again to everybody. Billy. Bill. Oh, Billy. Yeah, we want to do a happy Thanksgiving <laughs> to everybody. Billy, don't be a hero. That was pretty good, right? In
3: church, that was from Cable Guy. Cable yeah. Guy? Oh, s- Puts his nipple up against glass. Remember that?
1: I never saw cable.
3: Oh, uh, that's pretty
2: good. Yeah, I'm not a big Jim G- Carrey uh, K- fan. And you sit there and watch friggin' rooftops, but you won't watch Cable Guy. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Come on.
4: He, I can't help it. He, he, he just found
1: and out. You that... You
2: watch Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, but you won't watch Cable Guy. Yeah,
1: I did see that. I watched Breaking Two, and I watched Beat Street.
4: I saw all those like movies. I told
1: Jimmy,
2: the kid,
4: I said the meaning of Thanksgiving years ago was eat the bird. You know. <laughs> now you flip the bird. No, they flip it now, but my date was called Thanksgiving. You're going to eat the bird. And we'd all say, We hope. Also, if we get lucky.
1: Anybody needs any good Christmas presents, Sherry Emily has a really cool jewelry line. It's called Sea Jewels, and I don't know what the website is. But anyway, just uh, she's going to write it in the chat room, I'm sure, now that she hears me say that. But if you need any kind of cool stuff, wall. she does a lot of cool yeah. rosaries and stuff like that. And uh, she's super, super cool, and everybody should check it out and, and go Christmas shopping because Christmas is oh. on its way.
4: And also, oh, I- <laughs> everybody, be ready soon for the Jimmy Star clothing line. Uh, Online, Uh, We're putting it together now, and we're going to show you the outrageous one-of-a-kind. Believe me, they're all one-of-a-kind. Gorgeous shirts, belts, slacks, shoes, da-da-da-da, dresses, all kinds of goodies. Yeah, it's awesome. We're photographing it now, and we're going to have it on on our own webpage. Um, Website soon. Website. Is that what they call it? Not called it webpage. (laughs) What the fuck do I know? I'm 103 years old. I was born with dirt. No.
1: We should
4: have somebody calling
1: now. Jerry should
3: be calling. What happened okay. to my phone? Yeah. We still
1: got the six three one call. Let that go. So let me hear. It Let's just right see. We have, might have to cut him off though. All but, right, Church, but, we're going to see who's calling. Somebody's calling. It might be. Loud. Hello and it's welcome the to the Jimmy I Star will talk Show. To you guys
2: soon. All right, Church. again.
1: All right, Church. Thanks, dude. Have a good one. And hello, welcome to the Jimmy Star oh, yeah. Show.
2: Hi. Am I on the <laughs> air? Yeah, you're on the air. <laughs> How do you like that? I'm Ron's sister, kind of. I just want to. I want to just congratulate the boys, tell them hello,
0: and I can't wait to go to the wedding.
4: Oh, well, you're a bridesmaid, bitch. You have to be at the wedding. What oh, mean, you can't okay, wait you to go. Said, Who is it that? It took me a
1: while to do this. I know, but I, you're referring me as a large woman. I don't know. I'm no, so I didn't. I
4: didn't. I said a little chubby. uh <laughs> Yes,
1: this is Jimmy, and I'm sorry. we got to let you go because we got another caller. <laughs> but thank okay. you so much for calling
5: in and hey, having a happy have a Thanksgiving.
2: To with Ron. Who's this? Uh-oh, who's this that? He's a friend of
5: Ron. Oh, my God. Uh, so am
2: I. <laughs> Who is it?
5: Okay, who are you? I'm Terry.
2: <laughs> who is oh, it? Oh, hi, Terry. It's Meg. Oh, Meg. <laughs> hi, Meg. How are you uh, doing? Meggie, honey. Okay, he just called us chubby. Oh, <laughs> no, Meg. You, you're no. You're the only one who's not chubby. No, Meg
4: looks like Grace Kelly. I don't know about no, that. no, no. Meg is. <laughs> okay,
1: hold on. I'll...
4: Meg is so beautiful. Oh, Meg is a blue eyed blonde, oh, Grace so Kelly. High, my...
1: Pops oh my God! I
5: can't. also get an what audio double. Oh my <laughs> God! They're going to beat
4: the pie. shit out Pops of each other. Hey, Burton's in, the room. Room.
1: Burton's in the chat room too. Say, I said
2: hi. I got to get off the phone now. Everybody's <laughs> got to get off the phone. I'm, sorry you, the phone. I'm okay, sorry, you guys. So Thanks I, for calling.
4: Hey How do I look on Skype? I haven't got proper lighting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see you on Skype. I can't figure out how to do it. Just hit ITV ITV button
3: It's not on Skype. It's on w4cy.com. Yeah, go to w4cy.com
4: and hit ITV. Just hit the button on. The thing that says ITV, and you'll be able to ah, okay. see us. Did you see us now? This is wonderful. It takes a little time. Okay. Do I look like I can't shit? I want to go to the wedding. <laughs> when is the wedding? But and do I look day? like shit? I don't have my lighting people here. I'm, you know, I'm going, going a cappella here. I have no makeup, no lighting, nothing. Okay, we have to
1: get her off. I'm Got sorry, girl. we have Goodbye. to let you go. Talk Bye. To you later. Hello you. and welcome. Oh, you to guys the... look great. Thanks. Good. Hello Bye. and, Bye. and Bye. welcome Bye. to the Bye. Jimmy Star Show. This
2: is. Hello, Jimmy. Is this Jerry? Jimmy, come
1: All right, hold on one second. Don't let anybody else call.
2: Right on.
3: <laughs> you got to hold, hold all your calls, Jimmy. Star.
1: All right, hello, Jerry Ellison. Welcome to the Jimmy oh. Star Show. Ciao, Jimmy, a tutti. Good afternoon to everyone. We're very happy to have you. Before we get started, let me introduce you to our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's
3: up, dog? Welcome Chad. to the show. Welcome.
1: And to my future
4: husband, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Jimmy. Hello. Come stay. Hello there. How are you? I come stay. Bene. Tutto bene, grazie. Dove dove sei adesso? A Roma or here in America? Sono qui in America. Dove
1: dove? Okay. How about English? <laughs> no. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> how about this? Uh, I'm my in-laws
7: at the moment, up in Tennessee, near Knoxville.
1: Okay. Oh, oh cool. That's really cool. Happy Happy
7: Thanksgiving. Same to you guys. Hey, it's, uh, Jimmy, I've heard your voice before, of course, because I've listened to the show a few times. And, Ron, I thank you for all the wonderful, kind emails and messages on Facebook, and it's been great to hear your voice today. Jerry, but, if I... how they doing? Congratulations Jerry, to both of you. Thank you. Jerry,
4: if I have to say this once, I'll say it a million times. I, I, I must meet you because you're the coolest dude I know on my Facebook page. You're sensational. I thank you so much. I
7: love the girls, Jerry. see
4: Tanto. <laughs> bene, so, bene. so,
1: Jerry, we need you to say hi to everybody in the chat room because almost everybody in the chat room you are friends with, and you guys all comment on all of our posts and everything all the time. So, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Hey, guys. There you go. <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. And so, uh, and so so, everybody knows who you are. I'm going to just tell them that you're a, actually you're a Pulitzer-nominated author. Actually, you have a ton of books because when I pl- plugged your name in on Amazon, like all kinds of books came up besides the two I knew about. And uh, let's talk a little bit about your books so we can promote them and get some people to buy them. And let's start off with first the fact uh, that you actually wrote a book called Walking the Trail, One Man's Journey Along the Cherokee Trail of Tears and uh, it's written by you. Why don't you tell everybody what the Cherokee Trail of Tears actually
7: is? Yeah, in in 1838, uh, 7,000 United States soldiers armed invaded the sovereign nation, which was the four states in the southeast connected to Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and North Carolina, and they were forced from their homes. They were put in uh, stockades, and in the heart of winter in various detachments, they were marched 900 miles to Indian territory, which is today Oklahoma, Uh, many of the Indians had no shoes, and uh, uh, when it snowed, of course, they left blood tracks in the snow, and along the way, of the 16,000 Indians forced from their homes, 4,000 people, mostly children, and the elderly died and were buried in shallow, unmarked graves, and thus it became known as the Trail of Tears.
1: There you go. And, and so you're the first person to walk. It's a 900-mile trail, and you walked it backwards, right?
7: I walked it in reverse. Uh, quick anecdote, Jimmy, if I may. Absolutely. Uh, this I, is I your grew time. up in the mountains uh, at one of the stockades. I, I am Cherokee and Scottish. It's where Sequoia lives the Cherokee alphabet, the only alphabet of the 500 Indian nations that was ever invented. He was a great artist, a great humanitarian. He's one of my few heroes. And um, – I had, uh, I had been on the road for 10 years, literally, uh, bumming around America and all of North America. And at the age of 26, I'd hitchhiked enough miles if you put them together to circle the globe five times. had extraordinary experiences, uh, and this, the stories people confided in me about led me to want to become a writer. At the age of 40, though, I had not done that much with writing. I ended up waiting tables on Bourbon Street. And to cut to the chase, I met a, uh, Ron, you're from New York, right? Oh, yeah. I met a gentleman, I waited at his table, Peter Dohannes, who had uh, w- worked with many people and uh, as a director and a producer. And w- we struck up a friendship. We met the next day at, at the hotel where he was doing a show. And uh, he ended up optioning a script I had done. And that gave me the confidence to move to Hollywood for another script. He died that year of cancer, unfortunately. But the script I took to Hollywood. Was well, what about... was his name? <laughs> Pardon me? What was his name? Uh, P- Peter Dohannes, the age H- passed Peter Johannes. Don't know it. Peter DeHaanis. Uh He was an art director for uh, The Swimmer. He got an Emmy for A Friendship with him. He was kind of a mentor a lot older than me. So I moved to Hollywood from that confidence of his script option. Uh, left Wedding Tables took what few grand I had put together and went out there. And the, the script I was focusing on though after his death was about a man who had a vision that his life had amounted to very little and to kind of redeem himself and do something of substance. He would he would metaphorically walk the trail of tears in reverse to uh poetically bring home the spirits of those who died. No one in Hollywood wanted it. This was before Dances with Wolves and I really began to disintegrate. Uh you know Hollywood and as glorious as it can be, how difficult it can be to say the least. And mm-hmm. um I had a cathartic moment. I had a little I was in Valentino Valentino place and I was on the, the roof where you could go up and have a beer or some or whatever. And I looked down into Paramount Studios where I could not get into. I was, in their eyes, nothing, nobody. And I had a cathartic moment where I was the person in the script. And and truly, till that moment, I had not realized. And I thought, well, maybe I wrote my own script, as the jargon goes, about my life. So I sold what I had, which was very little, and ultimately took a bus to Oklahoma to start walking the trail in reverse. Two months on the trail. Uh, keeping a diary, taking photographs, sleeping in the woods and meadows, and occasionally kind strangers would put me up. And that's part of what I was looking at, besides telling the story of the Trail of Tears to people along the way, and media started covering me, uh, with what was America like today? Did they have empathy? Did they have kindness? And honestly, even while i hitchhiking, I wasn't sure how they would respond, but they, they, uh, they were resonant facing me and identifying with my, my cause. Uh, the humanitarian element, and and also, frankly, the adventure. I mean, I had so many people say, "God, I wish I could disrupt what I'm doing and go with you." So, in your spirits, they did. Got home, wrote the book, um, got extremely fortunate. I wrote it in six months, sent it to New York, and uh, right. after struggling years writing screenplays, literally within two weeks. And Jimmy, both you and Ron, and and those listening, know how difficult this is, and what I left you break it was, it went to auction to a bidding war. And a Random House, a Delacorte imprint, uh, uh, acquired it, and it was it was it was a big success. They nominated it for a Pulitzer, National Book Award, and all that. And then that opened the door for me to uh, have other book book deals commissioned. And uh, but still, in my closest heart, uh, you know, the Indian cause and the sense of you know how we treat each other and 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 the history of it and. Uh, it's gotten me invited around the world to speak at international schools on several continents. So it's been a real, you know, one day I'm, I'm to people passing by perhaps, and we all go through this in our own lives, you know, not not feeling recognized or maybe who we are inside in our souls. Maybe to some people driving by, I was just a bum walking down, a homeless man walking down the side of the road. And then lo and behold, uh, the great spirit of the gods, fortune, whatever you want to call it, was with me. And uh, that, uh, that allowed me to, to plant my humble but strong uh, literary uh, flag on the
1: map. Actually, too, though, like, because you brushed over that so quickly. Like, everybody, I mean, to get it nominated for for a Pulitzer and being published by Random House, you know, it's not like nowadays where people are published, you know, like... Publish themselves. Like, they publish themselves <coughs> or they're yeah. published by all these little companies. I mean, that was, like, the, the company to be published with, and, like, it's such a, a huge accomplishment, you know? Like, so like Oh, you're so very you kind. You mean,
7: I, I've noticed, I mean this sincerely, I've noticed it with your other guests. You, you have a... A a, a graciousness and a love about you that comes across in many ways, and uh, I'm grateful you're pointing that. It was, I mean, you know, and one of the big things that I think people can, all of us can relate to. My father, of course, I was uh, 43 when the book was published. I was 41 when I when I walked the trail of tears, and uh, I'd had a couple of little plays produced. I'd actually sold some stories to national magazines in my early 20s, but that gap in there when I was on the road, I wasn't doing any writing to speak of. And um, back to my point, though, my father was getting elderly, and it was so wonderful of uh, uh, Jimmy and Ron and everyone else uh, listening to get to see uh, him look at me and see that I'd had some real success. And, and not that he was hung up on money or fame or anything like that, but uh, it just touched him so much to be able to see me be recognized. And, all, and also, in all frankness, he grew up in the Great Depression, so he knew what a penny was worth. And sure. and for a poor person at the time, I came with a lot of money. And uh, the next book deal was even more a six-figure book deal, and I took him on a trip, and, uh, you know, just down to Florida to go fishing, and just me and him, and he died the next year, but uh, it was just such a, uh, a tremendous blessing to, uh, t- to make that contact with him, and I-, I think probably everyone can relate to that. I hope they can.
4: I picked up your book last night, and i have been really busy. And I went. Sure,
5: through,
4: I I, I I speed read, and I went through it, and I thought to myself, "Wow, this is as good as Shirley McLean's book when she wrote oh, about okay. her her walk and and the and the experiences she had." Um, are you still in publication?
7: Yes, I am. In fact, that's a perfect segue because um, it came out in hardback and German in several editions, but it's uh, it's currently in paperback uh, by a publisher, and also fortunately. I maintain the e-rights to it, and several months ago, I brought it out on Kindle, and it's uh, okay. it's doing very well on Kindle. Okay. Also, you know, this whole technological revolution we're in that that's been a real blessing too, because uh, not only financially I get such a bigger cut of it, but just get honestly just getting more people to read it that that uh, prefer Kindle or have that, and it's more convenient, it's cheaper on, on Amazon. So, walking the trail is on Kindle as well as paperback, and. Uh, people can also obtain that are now collectibles—the the hardback first edition—that's that, that's sought by some people.
4: It's not only interesting, but it's spiritual. And it's, it's a quick read Because I like quick reads I would suggest hey, to Everyone out were. there To find it Buy it And please enjoy it It's a good
1: book I'm like the luckiest one ever Because I actually have One of the originals And it's right. like Autographed to me I'm so excited I'm mm-hmm. holding it up Everybody can see it And ha ha I got it You don't Thank you
7: Jimmy <laughs> yeah, I, I can <laughs> send you A paperback dude Yeah I got I got, I got the Mr. really too, good not stuff Not to the shit Not to the uh, I'm sending him Number 1A class dude Yeah I'm like Super excited
1: <laughs> To have that in my In my repertoire So also We should you, tell everybody too, though, because you did a PBS interview uh, on the A-List with Alison Le- Leibovitz. I actually watched it this morning.
7: And, uh, Thank you. It's
1: a very, very good interview, and I don't know where you have that posted or how. To, I mean, you sent me a link, so like, I don't know how other people could see it, but anybody you wants know, so to see easy. it. You know, it's
7: so easy. Thank God for the internet. It's, a, you know, it's part of the world we're living in, so if anybody cares to see it, I've gotten uh, amazing responses from that. Um, it, just put in Jerry Ellis. My name, Jerry Ellis PBS in Google.
5: And it'll and come it'll
7: up. Pop, it'll pop right up, it's yeah. A- and and speaking of the Internet, I, I, I might, if I'm not jumping ahead of things here, gentlemen, I, I might point out that, uh, Jimmy, you know, and I bet you're about to get to this, you know, I've been living in, in Rome, Italy, every spring and autumn for going on 11 years now. By the way, you guys have got to come over and see me and let me show you the town.
4: Absolutely. Oh, I love Rome. And, 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 I love Rome. My
7: new book is, um, having lived in Rome all these years and, and gotten um, – we, I think in general, we, most people see Rome as romantic and sensual and exciting. You know what it is, but it's even far, far deeper in all those elements than we first realized. And, and my new book is called Chow from Roma, right. Spring in the Eternal City of Love. Right. And, and you know, I grew up in Alabama, so when I say ciao, I have to say, no, that's not dog ciao, that's C-I-A-O. <laughs> so, it's, it's <laughs> so it means hello or goodbye, so it's like hello or goodbye from Rome. But that's out on Kindle now. It's, it's actually competing with uh, the Pulitzer Prize-nominated book, Walking the Trail. And, and and I just popped up this week a very short piece, by I may mention it, also on Kindle. Um, it's called The Boy with Giant Hands. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't it's, go to
1: that one yet. We're yeah, going to go back to that one because like, I want to okay, find out about okay. that one. But let's go back to Chow from Roma because, <clears throat> first of all, like, it looks awesome. The cover of it is awesome. Anybody who is not friends with Jerry should add him on uh, Facebook, Jerry Ellis. He's a really, 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 really awesome, awesome, <laughs> great guy. And uh, uh, the the cover of it is awesome. And I love how you, like, you wear hats all the time. Like in your PBS interview, you're wearing hats. And if you go on your Facebook page, you have on a lot of cool – I like hats
7: i I love hats, you know i mean it, it sounds a little corny, the cliche you know in some walks of life, I guess it's true for everyone. We have to wear many different kinds of hat, but you know being being a writer being an artist you know you're youre you're, you're those that are more assertive, you truly are an entrepreneur and jimmy you, you you i know you can identify with this, and you too, Ron and the listeners you've got to do so many things to uh uh you know if you if you become famous then that's one thing then you you're branded immediately but unless you're truly i mean really famous you know you've got to really uh you've got to really get out there and do a lot of pr and 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 be a good guy and be charming totally. with people cuz that's what they relate to mm-hmm. you know so i wear many different hats yeah
4: Jerry, yeah, I have a question to ask you. I lived in I lived in Italy. I lived in Italy for almost a year, so I'm very very familiar with Rome. What can your book bring me that I don't know about Rome already? Are there things that I haven't seen from Julius Caesar's palace to the Colosseum yeah. to, you know, yeah. all of the things that we most know about? What are the secrets, the hidden parts of of Rome that everyone should see?
7: Yeah, that's a perfect question because <laughs> Like you're pointing out, Ron, the the famous historical architectural areas of Rome that people identify with, even if they haven't been, you know, uh, magazines, books, postcards, and all that. Uh, I live in the neighborhood called Portevere. It's, okay. it's on the Tiber River. Right. It's the oldest neighborhood in, right. um, in I'm Rome. I'm familiar with it. it is, it's often compared to, at least the way it used to be, which is my favorite part of New York, the Village, Greenwich Village.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: And uh, there's so many artists, there's so many painters, mm-hmm. writers, but there are also multiple generational plastarini. and they have, as you gather, their grandparents, their grandparents were born in the same block where I where I usually hang out. So uh, as I begin to get more familiar with the people, the psychology, and and, and the language, certainly. Um, the book, Child from Roma, goes into the hearts and souls of these people. And by that, I mean their stories. Their stories, they open up to you about love found, love lost, love in pain. Uh, about their family. And it, it, the first few years I was there as I was struggling with the language and still a little bit timid, I thought, will I ever... I, I was loving it, but I thought, will I ever get beneath the surface to really make this contact? And about four years ago, it really started happening with me. So, the rest it, right, to answer your question more specifically, is a unique area, being like the village, where I take readers... I, my intent in all my books is to put people in my shoes... In other words, their own shoes. There, where they, all five senses are uh, heightened, uh, especially with the sensuality and the stories of the people. And and I've interwoven, occasionally, a golden thread throughout this narrative. It's a short book. It's two hundred pages. I've interwoven the most exotic and and fascinating that I found about the ancient uh, histories, traditions,
5: mm-hmm. and
7: customs uh, of Rome, so that. People not only have a, a, a emotional um, and spiritual experience while they're there; <clears throat> uh, they come away with a sense of knowledge. And, and at the moment they're reading about it, they relate to it because I don't just pop it in; I make it uh, relevant to to what I'm doing at the moment, where there's a natural flow to it. Um, the biggest compliment uh, so far in Oakwood, you know, I hope it continues. All the, all the reviews on Amazon have been five star, and, and the recurring thing that I'm seeing. Um, is people say, I feel like I'm right there, and I, and I don't want to leave, because there's such a bond. i give you a couple examples, if I may, real quickly, of, of, of the range of people I know. And I have to make this very short. I realize our time is limited. I became friends with a mafia member who, who had robbed a bank.
4: There is no mafia. It's a lie.
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's a rumor the, <laughs> Irish,
4: the Irish spread that rumor years ago.
7: <laughs> yeah. And he had robbed a bank. Uh, was home counting his loot. The cops bust in, take him to jail, of course. And he he found out someone had squirled on him. until the cops knew. And yeah, I got to know this guy over the years. Right? This was gradual. He started confiding in me, and um, he was in jail for I don't prison. I don't I don't know for how long. He well, got we don't out. want to don't talk know. about that guy. you know, have that time to think Jerry. About could be dangerous. Don't talk about. It. So he took him a couple little gifts, Jimmy, and they were very small gifts. They were two bullets, one for each kneecap.
4: Start the Zita.
7: <laughs> Start the Z-tuck. Z-tuck. I know, I know the people are, I, when I tell this story in person to people, and I've done radio interviews already, you know, uh, uh, at the set, and they give me that hard look, As I tell more about the guy, even giving him this, this kind of rough. This guy became one of the sweetest men I've ever known, like a, uh, just truly a friend. one day, another quick anecdote, after I'd known him a few years, he says, hey, hey, i got to go whack a guy. I said, hey, come on, Fabio. I don't use his real name. No way.
4: No, said, don't. You'll be, you'll be in the I didn't, time river. Rage. I
7: didn't see anger. I saw, I saw a child's eyes. He's in his forties. He's thug looking. I says, come on, talk to me. That's no. Nah. What somebody hurt you talk to me. I, how has someone hurt you? You talk to me. Okay. And he says, well, he made fun of, uh, my girlfriend and other people. He's a bigger boss than me. And, uh, I lost face. And, uh, I says, no. Nah. No man, you don't. You, you don't want to go back to the slammer. I says, "You're a bigger man than he is." You know this kind of psychology. He says, "Are you sure?" I said, "I'm absolutely sure." You don't want to go hurt a man. You're. You're. I know you. I respect you. You know, with Italians, you got to always show. What well, anybody. I teach Italians, that to Jimmy. You always Thank
4: you. Them, I respect Thank you. you.
7: I told you. I told this, he put his arm around me, Jimmy, and. And it was so loving, you know. It just put his arm around my shoulder, and he says, "I want to show you something." We walked directly across the street into this, of course, it's several hundred years old, the little church. Took me in, you know, Christ on the cross and all that stuff, and the relics, Christ on said, the cross, said, and yeah, all that stuff. Said, That's what <laughs> he's in the choir. So he had, he had been groping, you know, with his morals, and, and and then on the other side of the spectrum, I have a friend who's a bodyguard for the for the president of Italy, Giuseppe to be in this unit of 25 you have to be six foot six that's the minimum and and I've known him for quite a few years and and to give a humanitarian note to it his greatest love and the women just love him Jimmy you may have seen Iran too I've posted him on Facebook a few times he's just absolutely gorgeous and uh, he has this dog he's since passed on and he, he, in the photograph, he's sitting there, you know, looking so glamorous and all that with his dog. And he turns the dog when a photograph so the viewers can't see the other eye because the other eye is gone. And you know what happened to it? It fell a out. Packed it out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Listen,
4: I have a question. Do you know Barbara Schaefer? She lives in that community. She's a girl from New York City, actually from Buffalo. She's an incredible artist. Her name is Barbara, no, I don't. Barbara, Come Barbara name Schaefer. Again, please. Barbara Schaefer. Very beautiful, long blonde hair, yeah. great body.
7: Gr- I'm surprised I don't know her, because I really know the She'd lived that there, there for instantly. years,
4: and she's a drop-dead-looking chick, and she's wild, and her art is fabulous. I mean, she does really interesting stuff. Barbara Schaefer, I'm surprised you, because she's from that column. Yeah, yeah,
7: me too. Me too. You know what's going to happen now that you've mentioned her name? I'm guessing, anyway, but I mean, you know how likely these things are. I'm going I'm to ask about her. I'm going to see her, and I say, I've been seeing her around the whole time. and didn't realize it, but she's yep. not coming to mind. But I'll meet her. If not, I'll just ask. She's a good friend. You know, in the neighborhood. You know, that goes in any neighborhood. You know, once you get in the neighborhood, you just have to ask one or two people and they say,
2: yeah, sure. Sure.
7: I know her. Come on, you know, or. Or, you know, then she'll appear, you know. I mean, these I, I really think uh, it's more than coincidence. I think we have the ability to, to, to conjure people occasionally. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's move to the next thing because I don't want to mm-hmm. run out of time. And, like, I, I've never heard of The Boy with the Giant Hands until I saw it on your page today. And then I thought, like, the, you know, because I like that kind of stuff for me. Like, so tell us a little bit. About, so it's another one of your books. Tell us a little yeah, bit about it's, it. it. It's
2: very short.
7: Uh, as you know, Jamie and Ron and uh, the, the listeners that are familiar with, with me or those that have read my books, perhaps you know i really identify with uh to a certain extent uh the misfit in the world and you know we're so, not to get too fancy but we're we're still such a young species we're all misfits you know we're trying to with all our insights and and knowledge we're still trying to figure out our place in the world so this story came to me uh, about a boy who was literally born with giant hands that was such a medical wonder and, but he was always uh a bit of an outcast and he becomes rich and famous because he, like, doesn't ad for, you know, the greatest jewelry store around the world, and uh, people are always inviting him to do this or that, you know, royalty, because he's, he's so outstanding. But the boy always feels lonely. You know, I mean, we all know how that feels, right? You know, you got to find, and you guys can relate to this, you got to find that, that, that soulmate, and he had never found the soulmate within the world, his place in the world, so and it it has some of the, the emotion I didn't copy it all, but it, but looking back on it and, and I say so in the description, it has some of the similar feelings that, that at least I experienced and perhaps others in the Giving Tree and in Jonathan Livingston Seagull and I and also the the play in the movie The Elephant Man, you know, people that don't quite fit in that just really just tore into my soul and made me drop all my bullshit uh to myself and just really you know, laid me open to feel the, uh, the, the truth and the sorrow, and ultimately the boy comes out and finds his way, finds what, what his meaning is in life. So it, it's just a very short piece, but it... Uh, but it but it, it has, looks terrific. I wanted, to, I wanted to shoot an era, a golden arrow, into people's hearts. And uh, I, I think I've done it for very sensitive people. Not an era that hurts them, but saddens them just enough where they know they can... They can pull that arrow out, and when they pull it out, there's light coming from their heart. Just to use a, 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 a imagery for that, and um, yeah, I just put it up a couple of days ago, and it's already started selling. So uh, the boy with giant hands, I priced it low where people could grab it. It's two ninety nine, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's just I'm loving the uh, <clears throat> this uh, this Kindle stuff, and I got a couple more books coming out next year.
1: Awesome! But so we want everybody to know that then to go back. Everybody needs to go. Uh, so everything can be bought on Amazon at Amazon. Yes,
7: sir, absolutely. You can go better. to exactly. Amazon, you guys. You exactly. can get
1: you can get the new book, The Boy with the Giant Hands. You can get the other new book, Chow from Roma, Spring yep. in the Eternal City of Love, and uh, then you can also Walk go back. You can also get Walking the Trail, One Man's Journey Along the Cherokee Trail of Tears. Uh, we also want I think everybody should add Jerry uh, on Facebook. If you guys Yay. are not already his friends, most of you, I think, know him already anyway. A lot of you, but uh, but uh, Jerry's awesome, and uh, we appreciate all your support. Awesome, and uh, anything, anytime you got anything you want to promote, Jerry, you let us know.
7: Ah, uh, you guys are great. Ron, spiega yes. yes. what I dico io in questo momento. Amo le due, eh? Capisci?
4: Come come capito qualche cosa?
7: No no, spiega Jimmy che che dico io in questo momento che le amo le due, eh? Sì. Okay.
4: Bene. I see you wedding. I see you at the wedding. And listen, I want to tell you about the kid with the big hands. Just think he can play tennis without a racket. So there's a positive. <laughs> exactly, that's, there's that's a positive.
2: Uh, and yeah, you, that's the only thing di- he does. Actually, he plays ping pong. Yeah, he's a He does ping pong. Uh, yeah, it's uh, he very can, sharp. He can, he can hey, guys, wait, 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 you. hang on, I'm, hang, I'm hang
7: on. hang on. Wait, Don't it's go, don't, you go you you don't go, go you don't go, don't go, Jerry. Wait, wait, Jerry. I'm It's so typical, but I really hope you come to Rome when I am there. Jerry,
4: on the other bright side, the guy with the big hands? Think of the yep. large-chested women that are going to be very happy. <laughs> he can do it all at once. <laughs> you have a great day, baby. Love, Benissimo, you. Benissimo. love you, love you, love you. Ciao, Bello, ciao, ciao, Bello.
1: Jerry, thanks so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Have a super fabulous <laughs> Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> happy
4: Thanksgiving. <laughs> eat the bird, eat the bird. Happy Thanksgiving. Love All right, Jerry, thanks so much. Ciao, ciao Bello. Ciao,
1: ciao, ciao, Bello. I also uh, want to give a shout-out to everybody, to Melissa Rudd, who's not listening now, but I know she's going to listen to the broadcast. And say hey to everybody who joined the chat room while we had uh, Jerry Ellis on. also want to say hey to Burton. Burton's in the chat room.
4: Burton, hey, baby. How are you? See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow at my house. <laughs> and
1: – uh We want to welcome Morley Shulman, too, who is the author of A Writer in His Soul, which is the movie I'm going to be filming in Scotland next year. And our next guest, who's going to be calling in, David Harvey, has a a song actually on the soundtrack for that movie. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And... uh, why somebody just changed it in there? It's so much cool. It's like so, I love this chat room thing because I'm not usually in it, and I'm having a blast with it. And also, everybody earlier I mentioned uh, Sherry Emily and her jewelry company. You can go to www.cjewels.us and get your Christmas presents. Uh, it's awesome. And Burton says, "Hey Ron, <laughs> <laughs> hey Burton, hey Burton." And uh, also another sponsor, you guys at the Jimmy Star Show is Discount Diva Duds www.discountdivaduds.com. Follow us on Twitter at disc. ISC Diva Duds, and uh, they've got all your best top designer names, Prada, Gucci, Chanel, everything at super, super deep discounted prices. Check it out. It's
4: discountdivaduds.com. Also, if, you want to meet, if you're gay out there and you want to meet a really cute guy, my friend Burton is available. Go on Facebook page and look at him. He's a dancer. He's a fabulous a dancer of, of disco. He does um, not the hustle. He's a hus- not a hustler. He does the hustle. I mean, he's good looking enough to hustle also. But anyway, uh, if you're really, you know, cute, rich, and wonderful, and you, are, <laughs> you have to be rich, <laughs> a cute, rich, and wonderful, go on my Facebook page and, and that, contact Burton. Burton contact Burton. He's a sweetheart. He's a dear friend of J- Jimmy's and mine.
1: There you go. Also, because we're going to have David Harvey call in one second. um, But also, you guys, I have a a new movie I'm working on. It's called The Bad Seeds Movie. And the website is www.badseedsmovie.com. And it's an interactive website where you can create a profile and you can interact with the cast. And every week they put up new uh, videos of the progress of the movie. And uh, uh, the Twitter and everything will be set up. Twitter and Facebook will be set up in a couple of days. And uh, it's super cool. Oh, and uh, we want everybody to participate. So go to badseedsmovie.com and create a profile file and add me and i also want to say hey to uh, carla friend a uh, person is speaking french no carla <laughs> carla floor <laughs> carla floor it's so cool like you don't know but in the chat room if they're in another country they type in, in right, french type and it comes and up lines, in english right. Trans- it comes yeah. up so carla but floor. that
4: screws around that translation can sometimes be screwed around but that's okay
1: that's okay it's fine
4: jimmy jimmy, jimmy. follow t- me on you're, twitter you're plugging
1: everybody's movie except our So we have a movie coming out too. It's called Just One More Time. Yes,
4: starring Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell.
1: And it's going to be a gay comedy.
4: Yes, Yes. and and it takes place in Florida, um, California, and Cancun, Mexico. It's about two gay guys that travel to go to a drag show for the Harvey Milk benefit in Beverly Hills. And what they go through and what they do is hilariously funny because it shows you what gay people think of the straight world and how they're treated in a comical way.
1: It's going to be fun.
4: It's a great movie. And it, by the way, we're taking investors if you'd like to. we we're, o- we're giving an offer to you. It's double your money, 5000 bucks, if you want to come in. Okay?
1: We're starting an Indiegogo campaign in January. And right. We'll, we'll bring it up again in right. January after everybody gets their Christmas I- I'm shopping I'm a New done. Yorker.
4: I sell everything except my ass. I mean, I and if I were younger, I'd sell that.
1: So, uh, David, Harvey, if you're listening, you can go ahead and Skype anytime you want now. I'm sure you're listening. And uh, we want to again welcome everybody in the chat room and again uh, – Say hey to everybody and wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And if you're just tuning in now and you hit the ITV button, you can see Ron and I waving at you right now. Happy
4: Thanksgiving tomorrow. Eat like pigs. It's the only day you're allowed. Suffer Thursday. Um, Actually, Marley,
1: Ron would definitely appear in the movie that you're writing for me. No problem. Just to let you know. (laughs) He wrote in the chat room if you would want to be in the movie that they're doing Oh,
4: I've I've made many films. My first film was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. There you go. It was called That Kind of Woman in 1959. My mother went to the set and I fell out. And that's how come I was in the (laughs) film. Because in 1959 is when I was born. And if you believe that, I have a bridge in Brooklyn I can sell you very cheaply. (laughs) Anyway, um, what are you laughing for? This guy is so fucking good looking. This English guy that's coming on now. I saw a picture. Boy, girls and boys out there. Yeah, he's actually really he's good. He's a hot-looking guy, and he sings like a friggin' lock. I mean, this is a very interesting guest that we Our have Our new movie's
1: going to be called The Registry. He's writing a movie called The Registry yeah. for us. And for, he's, he's writing it for me, but you're going to be in it.
4: Good. He's, coming, <laughs> he's coming from London, England, darlings.
1: Yes, everybody's going to like go. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know, we know we if go. he's calling. He's, he's going to call us. He's on Skype. It's David Harvey uh, 192. Hey.
4: Didn't we have him two weeks ago?
1: Yeah. He's still in there. I think he's going to call you, though. Are we going to play? No, let me just call him. Okay, you can just call him if you want. Are wanna. we going to play his song? I yeah, hope. we're going to play it in a minute.
4: I love his song. It's really hot.
3: Now calling. We
4: okay. have dead air nowhere. Air. That's okay. Try mm-hmm. Ch- chat sing for us. Yeah.
3: Calling David Harvey. Hello.
4: Hello!
5: David Harvey, Hello. And welcome to the Jimmy
1: Starr
4: show. Am I on? Yeah, you're oh, on. You're so hey. on. It's divine darling. It's <laughs> totally divine and you're on. <laughs> go go now go and speak to you
1: <laughs> hello ron, and I... welcome to the jimmy star show mr david j harvey
6: hey thanks jimmy how you doing ron nice to meet you hey dave
4: nice hey, are you really as good looking in person as you are in, in film On pictures.
6: Uh, i'm pictures I've been told, but I think it's debatable whether that's uh, whether that's true or not. <laughs> well, you
4: sound dreamy anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so what you got to do,
1: David, even though you've been in the chat room, you really, really have to say hey
6: to everybody in the chat room because they, like, freaking love you to death. Yeah, uh, hi. Hi, everybody in the chat room. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Morley. Um, oh, hi, everybody. Hi, Audrey. There's Oh, you've got about 18, um, maybe a few more in there as well. Yeah, they're, so, they're, uh, they're
1: adding in big time now that you're actually there. And you have to give a special, special shout out to Leslie Nevarez, who loves your voice and thinks you're it, so it. sexy. <laughs> hi, Leslie. How you doing? I think right. so, too. Actually, now you got to say hi to Audrey, too, because like, she just wrote, finally, he's here. And you know she normally doesn't like anybody but Chad Lindbergh because she's Chad Lindbergh's number one fan and he's like this big movie star but now she's starting to like Cat of Nine Tales and now she likes you and she likes me so Audrey's the coolest and she lives in France so uh, say hi I to Audrey you're alright okay now they're all writing in the chat room how hot you are even Burton just said hi say hi to Burton <laughs> <what> I, <mean. laughs> I, start... I love coming on this show well, tells hey, when you're hot you're hot and we want to like tell everybody too because you have a new Facebook fan page made by Leslie Nevres, and we yeah uh, we are yeah, all fans yeah. and uh, I think that's so cool that she made you uh, that she made you a Facebook page and like we just have to get you to like blow up because you're like such a freaking talented artist and it's really really incredible and we're very happy to have you back on thank you so much for coming on the show
6: you know it's an it's an absolute pleasure I had such a blast when I, um, when I came on it on, well, wasn't that long ago was it it was only yeah, a, couple a couple of a uh, you know. couple of weeks ago and you know I had such a good time and and you know, the response after the show was just so good. So many people came to me. So many people said, oh, I love the music. And, you know, they really loved your show. And they just loved, you know, I, I loved the way it was put together. And, you know, I just think it's absolutely, um, absolutely fantastic. And Ron, I just want to say I'm watching you guys in the studio and you have the most amazing tan. And congratulations <laughs> on your wonderful news. I'm, I'm over the moon for you both. And uh, I really look forward to meeting you hopefully in the new year.
4: Not Absolutely. only are you gorgeous, but you're sweet, and that makes you even better looking. <laughs> hey, listen, are you married? I've got two daughters that aren't, and they're gorgeous. Maybe, no, you know,
6: I'm, I'm serious. I, 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 have, I, I have got a little daughter that would um, that would love uh, that would love to meet you too. But um, no, I, I'm not married at the moment. So, um, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to meet them. <laughs> they, they they come with the dowry. <laughs> oh, right.
4: And you know what? Okay. The dowry is double barrel shotgun. If you don't marry me, I blow your fucking head off. <laughs>
6: Yeah, you know, I was getting the Italian thing because I, I, I've done it. this is kind of not that well known, but I'm actually half Italian. And um, I know it.
4: There's where yeah. the looks came from.
6: That's where yeah. the looks came from. <laughs> so um, I, I'm I'm quite aware that if I, if I did mess around with either of your daughters, you'd probably would would blow me up, and I'd probably Dead. deserve it as well. I so. get my cousin birthday like after you. St-
1: I'm like the new stepdad, so I have to like look mm. out for my my children. Uh, my cousin yeah, birthday. Yeah. Yeah.
4: My cousin Bertha has a gun in every room of her house. She's got a 22-room house.
6: <laughs> She'll get you with a cannon. My
4: cousin Bertha's tough. To you don't play with Bertha. Off.
5: Huh?
6: <laughs> I said 22 different chances to get my head blown off then true, if I, uh, I met So I just
1: uh, – actually, Morley Shulman just wrote in the chat room that like he met you through C.K. Gray. So like I, I would have thought it would have been the other way around. But like because you actually – I know we had you on last time and you wrote a song, I Have the Storm, for her for her movie – yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. going to be coming out. And like I read the book and we've had CK Gray on the show and she's a total MILF. We love her. Mm, and, uh, yeah, she's amazing. I bet you Ron doesn't know what a MILF is. Do you know what a MILF is? It's a cookie. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> is it something you dunk in milk? No, a MILF
1: is – You could.
6: You uh, say it, You uh, say it, Jimmy. I'm not going
3: to say it. She's <laughs> a very attractive – It's over- a mother over- I would like to – Mom,
5: stup. I love the fuck. fuck. Somebody, yeah, want to <laughs> we, yeah, we, somebody
4: want to stop. Yeah, somebody want to stop. We'll do Jewish now. Let's do Jewish. Stop.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
6: That works. A,
4: stu- a piece of shtup. There you
1: <laughs>
6: go, mom, and, and then a dill. <laughs> is... You
4: want a or in the bagel? Oh, well,
6: this, and a you know dill. I've only heard about this dill. Um, I, don't know I made dill oh, up. Ago.
4: <laughs> it works, David. I just found out we're dropping the kids off in the pool meant.
6: Yeah, that's that's. Can I? Yeah, that's taking a shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> absolutely. See, I, I totally swear because it's,
6: it's I mean, I could remember when I was young and I used to say to say what I want, but yeah.
4: When I was young, I used to say, I'm going to drop the kids off in the pool. <laughs> I
6: didn't know I was telling them to take a shit. <laughs> The you know, fucking world has changed. You know, I thought this was—I thought this was only an English thing that people said dropping the kids off at the pool. Never I guess I it. had never heard That's it before it until
1: from. until Chad, our engineer, he brought it up, mm. which we didn't reintroduce you to everybody. But uh, say hi to Chad. Welcome David.
3: back. Hi, Chad. What's up, brother? Welcome back.
1: And
6: uh, nice, nice to hear from you.
1: And so we have Chad and Ron here, and uh, yeah, like I didn't know that either, and like and Milf is funny, and then Dilf is a dad. I love to stop. Stop! <laughs> stop! You
4: got to do the stop. Stop. See, I'm 19 years old, so therefore I don't know these things because I wasn't born yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're still young. And if you believe that, I have a monument in Central Park I could sell you very cheap. So how's everything
1: going? I only—I didn't like really write any notes down to talk since we had you on before, but like, how's everything going with all the music stuff? And uh, and what's the name of the company that's like doing your music? I forgot. Now. Oh uh, yeah, you know good. We should give them a yeah, plug. We should give them a plug. Yeah,
6: everything's going really good. Um I'm I'm signed to um Who Tune Records. There we go, which Who is, Tune. Um, um it's uh, an absolutely amazing music site which is run by uh, a guy called Carl George, um, so you need to go to whotune.com and check those guys out, um, and that's, that's also run with um, my manager who's a guy called Steve Tannett um, and Steve is an absolutely amazing guy, you need to have a chat with him because he's absolutely amazing, he used to, um, he used to uh, co-run the IRS uh, record label with uh, Miles Copeland, who was Stuart Copeland's brother from the police Oh, I didn't uh, know that, that's cool Yeah, and, um, you know, he's worked with Sting, he's worked with the police, Duran Duran, absolutely everyone. So, um, I'm really lucky. I mean, I'm obviously in really good hands at the moment. Um, so I've signed, signed to them where, Currently re-recording the Cinderella album, which is a great album
1: already, by the way. Thank so you. Yeah, and we, sure you know, terrific. we're
6: we're working week by week. Um, we've got a deadline because we've um, got a presentation to uh, a big label at the end of January, which is kind of, it's kind of amazing. But we're we're under a little bit of pressure just to get this album done. And and you know, we're in the studio every week and we're working really hard. I just want to say hello to the guys um, in the band because they're kind of like um, unsung heroes. I wish I could have got them with me here tonight, but just want to say hello to laura kearns because laura's amazing um, matt wilkinson in the band um, dan hewitt who's uh, absolutely amazing producer done some really fantastic things um, so we're, we're, we're in the studio every week and we're um you know making the song sound even better you know we're adding more instruments more um you know just more color it's kind of a bit like a painting and we're just making it sound and look even prettier so um yeah it's, it's all going good I'm, I'm just busy you know I, i'm one of these people that just doesn't stop. I'm, you know, I'm still working pretty much full time. I work with um, special needs, uh, young adults with special needs. Uh So that keeps me busy. Um, And yeah, I'm a dad as well. So (laughs) So I'm never stopping, you know, I'm always busy, but it's great. And, um, you know, I love life and uh, everything that goes along with it, you know.
1: So well, we should tell everybody too, though, if they want to check out your website. Because one thing about the album, I know Cinderella is getting re-recorded. Yeah. Uh, like I love the artwork for the album, and if anybody wants to go, kind of like find out more about you, they can go to www.DavidJHarveyMusic.com. dot com. And if they want to follow you on Twitter, it's at davidharvey
6: one ninety two, right? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. And um, you know, you can uh, you can find me on Facebook if you look up um, David John Harvey. Um, you can find me on there as well, um, and you know can drop me a message through the website and yeah, yeah, yeah there 's a multitude of ways um to to get hold of me, so yeah, just just uh, get in contact and uh, we can chat and I love speaking to you and obviously I met you know Leslie through here, and um you know obviously I speak regularly to Morley and it 's just such an amazing scene and network that you guys have have got going on here that it 's just yeah it 's amazing so it 'd be lovely to. Um, talk to as many people as I can really especially the people that are in, involved in the Jimmy Starr show
4: yeah we have a blast David what are the hot clubs in London now
6: <laughs> yeah I
4: haven't been there in about 7-8 years and they, you know clubs change weekly um, where's the place to go to be seen to really party have a good time and kick back
6: Oh man! You know what? I've got to log into Facebook to ask somebody because I haven't been. In a club for a Could you? I think you've asked me a really difficult question. <laughs> somebody on Facebook? Yeah, please <laughs> message me now if you're listening and tell me where. Tell our us the hot hottest club, club in to London. And... Right, right, right. Did you do another? I, 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 live, I live in a town. It's about thirty miles from London. Um where? it's called it's called Chelmsford, and it's okay. It's not a bad town. Um, but I, you know, there's a great there's a great music venue here called Hooga, which um, I go to. But um, it's not a it's not a big London club. So yeah, if anybody's online and they want to like save my ass, then like message no, me okay. now. <laughs> I, I,
4: I jump the pond quite often. I have a very dear friend, James Jessup, who lives, lives up in Lancashire. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I have to tell you a story. He's got a gorgeous home. It's a 250-acre uh, farm and all kinds of wonderful stuff. And I was sleeping in this beautiful room in a feathered bed with French doors. And I got up in the morning and I threw open the French doors to breathe in air. And I threw, almost threw up. Mm. He rents out <laughs> the grass to all the sheep. Did you ever smell sheep shit at six o'clock in the morning? Oh, it's an
6: amazing smell! Amazing! I almost died. I mean, (laughs) it's a mind-blowing smell.
4: My my nose has went on fire. I mean, I, 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 and he was hysterical when I went downstairs. I said that room smells like a like a dirty toilet in the Manhattan subway, (laughs) but that's the sheep's. So uh, (laughs) sheep's, sheep's in the pool. Sheep's in the pool. The sheep.
6: So the kids off of the pool. It's right. The sheep's yeah, got dropped off in the bowl.
1: <laughs> so we can uh, – uh, first of all, I want to tell everybody in the chat room, all you guys who keep changing your Twitter handles to like Twilight and like all this supernatural stuff, I can't keep you straight of who you are, so like I'm – Sorry about that. I can't figure it all out. But like, I, I liked it better when you guys all just kept it one time and not didn't change it every week. So that's just a FYI, and because uh, it's very hard to follow who you guys all are now. But I'm I'm getting it now. So Carla, I'm so so happy to see you. Happy holidays, and um, we Morley just put that. We can you can also listen to a David J Harvey song in. Uh, the Mile in His Soul website, which is soul. it's got the cast of the movie. It's got the bands in the movie. Um, some of the bands in the movie I think soon are going to be probably uh, on Spectra Records and on uh, Monarchy Records. And uh, it's going to be an awesome movie. And, uh, and just that movie itself has brought so many cool people together. And Morley basically is the one who wrote it. So without Morley, we would none of us would probably know each other. So that's oh, like really sure. cool and Marley's cool you know
6: yeah, I'm, I, um, I'm really you know looking forward to um well I'm looking forward to the filming when it starts filming because we're going um, we're gonna hook up in Scotland aren't we and uh and catch up and uh, yeah i I'm, I'm really looking forward to the film, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing
1: and Marley is super talented writer, and he's writing another movie for me where I'm going to be like the lead I love being the lead awesome.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have to live with this. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you're gonna have to live with it for a long time
4: well. there's, so, there's so much <laughs> ham in my house <laughs> I mean it's like a, it's like a ham f- smokery where you put the ham <laughs> listen Morley if you're listening I want to thank you baby for being sensational and writing such wonderful loving good stuff on my Facebook page I think you're a special guy and I really and truly look forward to meeting you oh, because you forgot sound that, like, like a cool guy Morley's so cool we had him he's on the wonderful. show we he, had him on a couple of he writes of ago. the best
1: shit on my Facebook <laughs> page I'm <laughs>
4: Morley he's awesome so,
1: so he now let's good. talk a little bit about your music because we're going to actually play a song everybody's yeah. like dying and last time we only got to play a little bit of it we're going to actually you play the whole song and oh, um, uh, hold on and I'm going to dance on this table uh, naked
4: the whole song oh no you're not <laughs> and, uh, jealous. and so the
1: name
6: see
4: of how the jealous song. he is <laughs> who the fuck wants to look at the sh- the wreck of the Hesperus I mean, so everybody you guys listen up I'm This am as is, old as dirt
1: this is the song that uh, that David Harvey submitted actually for Eye of the Storm which is C.K. Gray if you guys remember us who's a friend with Morley Schulman <laughs> and uh, it's so cool how everybody's like kind of interrelated together the name of the song is Eye of the Storm tell us a little bit about the song and then we're going to play for everybody great song great song um,
6: basically it's a song um i read the book i love the book um she's a fantastic writer um it inspired me to write um a song about the film and it's, it's kind of in the chronological order um of events that happen in the book and i i think it's a great song and i think it's a great book so i think it works really well absolutely so go ahead and introduce it for us and then we're going to play it okay this is uh our track and it's called uh, the eye of the storm
1: Eye of the storm awesome song dude <laughs> hey everybody sorry for that dead air we were uh, actually like talking and I forgot the song was going to end even though I just told Chad we got a minute and a half left and then I totally forgot
4: you are engrossed and I yeah. kept my mouth shut because I would have gotten yelled at because <laughs> he would say it's talking? the Jimmy Star show not the Ron Russell show shut the fuck up
6: did people hear us talking on, on like no. in the break no, no. Wait,
4: wait till he comes on my television show I'm going to torture the son of a
6: bitch <laughs> okay i spilt my mountain dew all
1: over
4: all the, my all the don'ts yeah. he said and don't talk about this don't talk about that i said what the fuck am i going to talk <laughs> what do about we talk about well i have a lot of things i want to talk about but jimmy won't let me
1: <laughs>
4: well, a, we can't talk see my my tv show is unfiltered and unrestricted you can say whatever you want want because i'm, I'm on cable time so on a cable but um, you know I, I guess we have to be nice yeah, we have to be nice. Okay. I can't believe he's saying that. This, this, the gorgeous one over Chad. there on the panel board, Chad. Who the hell remembers his name? I remember trouble. Huh? I remember faces. That Chad's a drop dead knockout. Burton, if you ever saw Chad, you'd commit suicide. Built like a brick shit house, gorgeous looking, with a voice that. Imagine in the dark that voice saying, Kiss me. Oh my God. Easy except for that, he's, except for that he's straight. Sorry. <laughs> but you know what they say about straight guys five years later? eh. eh. Give so, or take.
1: so, David Harvey, congratulations on the song, I Have the Storm. i got to get Thank back you. into the chat room. So it's it's a
4: definite hit, Dave. It's, I mean, Thank I'm, you. I, oh, that's, that's really good to hear. Thank you. Because I'm, I, you know, I'm still with Johnny Mantis and Peggy Lee. So for me to listen to this and really get off from it, it's a great song. And you did a beautiful oh. job with it. I love it.
6: Thank you. Well, as I said, I've got to to give a lot of credit to the the rest of the guys, you know, Laura, Matt and Dan, because they, um, you know, they they really worked their butts off on on the track. And, um, you know, we we rehearsed the song twice and we just had a feel for it and we just felt that we knew it and we went in the studio and and that's what came out. So very, very rare for me as a a writer to write a song. Um, I think from start, from the moment I picked up the pen to it being completely finished was... About three weeks, you know, so from okay, from pen them. to CD. So I was really happy because that was pretty pretty quick for me. You I'm put that a, together a, in three weeks? We, yeah, we did it. In th- yeah, I, I I sat in my um, uh, my spare room and I thought, I need some inspiration. And I, I, I read the book and then it kind of, I just sat there and it just came out. And then I said to the guys, you know, this is the idea. And I, I sent them a couple of... Um, recordings of it they uh, really enjoyed it and they came around my house one night and we literally probably played through it maybe two or three times and then went into the studio and 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 that's what came out so i th- i think it was kind of destined to be it was just one of those um one of those moments that you just capture and go wow you know I've, I've done something i'm really happy with but um you know as as a songwriter i kind of look back and on each of the songs that i've ever written and um <clears throat> You know, I know what I've written them about, but I never kind of, looking back on them, I don't know how they kind of, you know, how they started and how they finished and how they got to where they kind of, fin- you know, got to the end. It's it's kind of a weird weird process for me, and I, not because I've taken any drugs and, or anything. Um, I just don't know how, like, I don't know, know how I they, know they get I've written them about. Like, but, but they, they just do, kind of you know, so um, I'm quite lucky like that. They just, um, good ideas kind of pop out.
4: There are a lot okay, of songwriters they, that do that. Um, you know, Jane Russell needed a song, you know, Jane Russell, by the way, was a very big legend. She made a right. movie with Marilyn Monroe called *Gentlemen right. for Blondes. And Jane Russell needed a song for her nightclub act, and Jane was very good friends with Peggy Lee. And she said to Peggy Lee, you know, blah, 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 blah. And Peggy sat down at a nightclub with paper and pencil and in about 25 minutes wrote this song that Jane wow. Russell used throughout her career. Uh, it, when you have talent, my friend, it just pops out. People yeah. that don't have talent have nervous breakdowns. They go to shrinks to find out why they don't have talent. You know, they should just sit home and slip their wrists and end it all and give everybody a fucking break. But uh, you have talent.
5: And, thank And, and you. it shows
4: That's in that song because I love that song. It's a great song.
5: Oh,
4: and I would, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because if I didn't no, no, like no, it. No, 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 no. If I didn't know, like it, so I would have said, said, oh, nice, nice song. Uh, no, it's a good song. It's, <laughs>
6: wonderful. Well, feed, it's a great song. Great, I'm going to so play it you.
4: on my honeymoon.
1: Chad, I got this picture that yeah, 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 I locked yeah. myself out. How do I get rid of
4: this? There's like a picture of a Show me. My future husband, the computer
3: freak. It doesn't go away. Just, take a, just scroll down a little bit. Okay. Scroll down.
4: See what I okay. was drawing? An eye. That's an wow. eye. The eye of knew it. Actually, no, that's a that. Oh, okay. That this, this is an eye that if anybody out there is wishing bad luck to Jimmy and I, it goes back to you because the Italians believe in the eye, the evil eye. So this is the good eye, not an evil eye.
3: Not the ever seen eye?
4: No, it's the eye of knew it.
3: Okay. Knew it.
6: Knew it. Oh, oh. yeah. There's the, the kind of new world order, all seeing eye right. as well, isn't there? That isn't
3: is the ever seen eye, yes.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, this is this is La laoco. La See, because
4: I, I don't have, I'm not superstitious, right? That's a beautiful. <laughs> My horn. <laughs> do you the do lion. you watch do you watch
1: do you watch X Factor?
6: Um, oh, we chatted a little bit about this uh, last time, didn't we? You know, I, I catch I catch little bits of it, but you know, over in this country, I don't know how it is in America, but. I only have to turn on Facebook on a Sunday night and I know everything that's happened like from start to finish. Everybody talks about it. And, um, uh, I, I haven't actually caught very much of it, but I know over here they generally kind of kick out the really good acts and they kind of keep the joke kind of comedy acts because it's, I don't know, maybe they think it's a bit more entertaining. But I think I said on the on, on the last show, I was listening, you know, watched, um, you know, over here we get American Idol and, um, you know, X Factor in America and all that. And, you know, the standard from what I've seen is just so good in the States. You know, some of those singers are just... Absolutely amazing, and they, they they put the guys over here to shame, you know. But maybe they've just got a different, uh, maybe they've just got a different way of thinking uh, over in the states because I don't know. Maybe they just like to see better quality, but over here we kind of like to see I don't know more jokey, more jokey acts. I hate you know? the just, jokey acts. Uh, we have loads of them here, and you know all all of my friends that are listening, and you know people that I work with, they you know they'll watch X Factor, and you know <laughs> Sunday night when it's on um you know they're all putting on facebook oh you know so and so's been kicked out and can't believe you know the judge has kept him or kicked him out and yeah you know i can't keep up with it so i i, I don't watch it because i think I'd, I'd i'd pull all my hair out if i did, did you, you know you, did
1: you watch britain's got talent when like the really heavy set guy who's the opera singer with the girl sang
6: yeah he was amazing i yeah, can't believe he lost girl,
1: to, yeah. i can't believe he lost to the freaking dog that, was, say, like, oh, that oh, was, like, oh, ridiculous. No, the
6: way, and the thing is, yeah, the, the, the winner of that program gets to perform in front of the queen at, like, the Royal Variety performance. Oh, the real so queen? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought you met one of my friends. Ah. So, you know, I remember when that dog won it, and, and I love dogs, you know, I absolutely love dogs, but I just remember saying to a friend of mine at work, that's a really bad move, because if that dog, you know, gets up on stage and takes the shit in front of the queen that's going to be really bad yeah and the big guy and the not dog will not do frinks. that right they will not do that so you know from the very point of view that the dog could do something really crazy it could start humping somebody's leg or anything it could be really bad so well, if it um, just drop dead on I, the I, stage I think the, I think the big guy with the curly hair should have won it because he was amazing and the, and the girl was really cool too so yeah it was a travesty and, and that's kind of why I don't watch it because you watch it and you go oh you know you just yeah, it doesn't happen. Well, doesn't you know, the happen, winner also
1: gets to come over here and like perform on American Got Talent, America's Got Talent. And when it's that terrible. dog lady came on and performed, I was like, this is like a freaking joke. And then we had a dog act that won America's Got Talent, but the guy had like twenty dogs, and they like right. they did like really cool stuff. So then I was like, oh, they put that British dog back to shit. Like that dog sucked. <laughs> did <laughs> they like?
6: Did they like the British dog? I don't over think there?
1: I don't think they really liked her that much. Like I think it was okay. I mean, it was okay and everything. But like to me, compared to the super heavy set, like. Like 17-year-old guy who sings better than Pavarotti. I was like...
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
1: was also, Better than Pavarotti. He, yeah, he's better than Pavarotti. I don't think
4: anybody's better than Pavarotti.
1: Even Simon Cowell said he was better. I
4: don't like those shows <laughs> because I remember when I was a kid and I auditioned for, I think it was um, West Side Story. Right. They said to me, you're too tall. Because I was going to play a Puerto Rican because being Italian with black hair, I look like a Puerto Rican.
6: Yeah, and I really yeah, thought
4: yeah. I could dance. And I thought, you know, it never had a lesson. I went out there jumping around like some moron. <laughs> And they kicked my ass off the stage. I cried all the way home in the subway. uh, It's such rejection. And I think it's sad. Sad, those pathetic people that go up there, like that Chinese guy that made all those stupid sounds. Yeah. I well,
1: Morley just said that he was going to appear on Canada's Got Talent until
6: he realized he didn't have any. No. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, They've got too much talent. That's but... the pro- You know, this is the problem. Sometimes you get people that are just so talented, it's just like they go under the radar. Yeah. And I, that, that won't yeah. happen to Morley because he's absolutely amazing, you know. But... Yeah, I, you know, I see a lot of people and, you know, especially on the local scene around here and there's so many talented people and you just got to keep pushing. And, um, you know, I, I've left it, you know, a little bit later than maybe I would have wanted in terms of getting noticed. But, you know, you just got to keep following your dream and, and doing what you want to do. And if you do have the talent and you do persevere, you will get there in the end. But there are so many people with a lot of talent that, that don't get spotted and it's such a shame, you know. Absolutely. People always ask me, They say, what
4: made you want to do this for all of your life? Because I'm in this business since I'm 19 years old. And I said, the love and the want, not the fame, not the fame or the fortune, because you don't get fame or fortune. But when I used to go out and do my nightclub stand up act and I had three, four hundred people there, when they applauded, that was my reward. That was my fame and stardom. And I tell this to people. But unfortunately, the networks like to goof on these people and they put these poor souls up there who haven't a drop of talent as freaks. And I sure. really resent that because our business is a serious business and I love of course I is. love Absolutely. our business. And we're out there to entertain people in a wonderful way. Not by chopping Amen. somebody's arm off and saying, Oh look at the blood, you know.
1: Absolutely. I, I can't
4: stand it all. So So what what do you think of dancing
6: with the stars? That piece
4: of crap.
1: I don't like that, show. You like
6: that. One. Um, we, we got, um, over here, we've got a program called, it's kind of like similar, it's called um, Strictly Come Dancing and it's kind of like a little bit I love it.
4: Come Dancing. I love it. Come Dancing. Oh, it yeah, it's so Yeah, it's Strictly
6: Come Dancing. Oh, I love and, Come uh,
4: Dancing. I, I want I to come dancing.
6: Is, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, I can't stop saying it. Strictly Come Dancing. I mean, um, and we've got, yeah, it's, it's very British dancing. and it's kind of overtaken X Factor. And again, you know, my friends at work will be, uh, you know, probably talking. About this now, and uh, you know they, they they love it, and I, I think it actually has overtaken X Factor because it's it's very British, and you've got celebs, and they they dance with a uh, probably the same format as America. You know, the celeb who dances with uh, a recognised singer, uh, dancer, dance- you know, somebody who's yeah. very very good, and each week they do a different style. You know, it might be salsa or the foxtrot or right, you know like, whatever. Like and, um, but it's it's very British, and um, yeah, again, I, I you know I hardly watch any TV, so. Uh, um, for me, if I do ever catch something, it's generally um, just a, uh, like a couple of minutes. But the whole dancing stuff. But you make again, everything
4: sound wonderful. Like we say, dancing with the stars. And you say, come dancing. I mean, who gives a shit what the show's about? You just want to go and see come dancing. I mean, how, how, how fabulous. Come dancing. But if we said come dancing here, they'd shoot us.
6: Strictly come dancing. I
4: think it's, Brits do everything beautifully. I love the accent you know jimmy's oh, got
1: everybody's j- got to get it too that morley jokes a lot because like everybody thinks he's like real when he like said makes all those little things Morley's just morley's a stand-up comic so everybody like go
4: easy on him <laughs> meanwhile jimmy's got a friend her name is ozzy not only is she not outrageous looking wild chick but she's got a voice she sings she's talented and i met her on the phone the other night and i fell madly in love with her so ozzy if you're listening in Kisses to you, honey. And I'm happy you're coming to the wedding. I look forward to it. Um, Her accent. She's from London. Do you know Ozzy? Do you know Ozzy?
1: No, he doesn't know Ozzy. I haven't met her. Facebook
4: her. She's fabulous. She's from London. Yeah.
1: She's awesome. Cool. She's a singer, a dancer, and an actress who lives in L.A. Fabulous. She's super cool. and A darling
4: uh, woman. Da- girl, she's a darling. I mean just the yeah, sweetest.
1: We've got to wrap this a little bit. So let's get everybody – first of all, David, we want to uh, thank you, tell you that your songs are awesome. I know the album's going to be done in January. We'll have thank you come you. back and do like an album launch show. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Um, thank you. It's uh, davidjharveymusic.com. Follow David Harvey on music at davidharvey one ninety two. And uh, say goodbye to everybody in the chat room before you go because everybody loves it. Take care, everybody
6: in the chat room. And uh, thank you for your support. I love you lots. Thank you.
1: And uh, everybody, make sure you go to the David J. Harvey fan page created by Leslie Nevarez. She's awesome. Thank and, you, Leslie. Uh, uh, everything is great. And do you guys cel- do you celebrate Thanksgiving in
4: England?
6: No, it's an American no, holiday. No, we don't. I'd lo- I wish we could. I- I'd love to. So okay. um, wh- when is Thanksgiving where you are? Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's tomorrow. I'll have some turkey. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have some turkey. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Well, we,
4: we can have a fox hunt or shoot a pheasant <laughs> and-, and have a delightful luncheon with a pheasant. Wouldn't that be just charming, darling? Oh,
6: pheasant would be most...
4: Most, most delicious a pheasant oh,
6: oh oh I love it
4: how's that's the queen fun. have you seen the queen around
6: she's cool yeah I had, had a cup of tea with her the other day and she was she was happy and she said <laughs> yeah. she listened to it. she said she listened to the Jimmy Starr show and she loves it yeah. oh well then of
4: course she's the queen does plug died. it on
6: twitter yeah. of
4: course the queen that's funny as hell so
6: everybody follow David David thank you so
1: David, much for coming on the show pleasure to Good know on Jim, you on I the phone you. Thank you
4: and I much. want to see you when you come to the states. yeah we you can't wait come. to see you you'll definitely I come I really mean that you'll stay at our home and we'll have a great time anyway I love your record I think record they don't use record anymore shoot yourself Ron love your CD what is it that's a song MP3 whatever (laughs) (laughs) love your track love your track thank you I love what you you do it's great and have a great one bye now baby bye
1: have a good one take care love you lots bye we also want to uh, thank all of our uh, syndication affiliates WROM in Detroit Jackalope Radio in Kansas City Spookshow.tv in Indianapolis Inspector Radio in Charleston South Carolina I want to remind everybody too that uh you can uh, get the first single from Monarchy Records artist, International Nova, featuring Tony Sunshine. It's called Mansions and Automars. It's on iTunes right now. It's starting to get airplay across the country. We would definitely uh, like you guys to go out and support Monarchy Records, sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. And it's my record label, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good one to sponsor. We want to thank Mr. Ron Russell, my future hey. husband. I, I want to really thank everybody for being so supportive uh, of everything that's going on with Ron and I. We really appreciate it. It's been really special and fabulous. And you guys. Are all terrific and uh, we want to thank jerry ellis and david harvey and we want to thank everybody in the chat room you guys are awesome leslie morley audrey carla floor ginger irish burton thanks burton for tuning in we'll see yeah, you tomorrow burton, thank you see you tomorrow um, audrey is the biggest chad Lindberg fan in the world i don't know if i said that today we want to give a shout out to cat of nine tails uh thank thomas churchill for calling in And uh, what else we got to do? Let's see.
4: You got to kiss me on the air because (laughs) it's never been done. No one's ever kissed Jimmy Starr in the air. Is everybody watching? Nobody wants to see that. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Do it. I'll divorce you.
3: Do it. I'll divorce you.
1: Well, wow, okay. There it is. So, you guys, I tomorrow's, love him. I uh, love him. tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and uh, we hope everybody has a super, super great Thanksgiving. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show, and I uh, hope everybody enjoys their holiday. Chad, we hope you and Heather have a terrific Thanksgiving. Back at the both of you. And uh, we'll Back see you guys you. next week.
4: We'll have a great show. Bye, everybody. Happy Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. bye, Eat bye. well. <laughs> Eat well. Bye now.
0: You all right. you feel like a star. We hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get late tonight. You need you